Jack Austin and Goldstein. We get your money. We get we your, get money. your money. money. Just give a call. 1-800-Jews-4-Hire. Don't have a lawsuit? No problem. We've got plenty. Car wreck? Does your neck hurt? Doesn't matter. You'll get, You'll your, get, money. Your, get money. your money. Our family-owned practice has been getting people money for generations. We invented the hot coffee. The slip and fall, patent pending. We aren't saying we launder money, but we will take your cash to the cleaners. <laughs> One time, a nice old lady called us and said her neighbor's dog kept shitting on a lawn. Now the neighbor eats through a straw. We fixed the problem. At Gorbachev and McGillicuddy, we'll kill your neighbor's dog and make it look like an electrical thing. Ever heard of a little place in France called Notre Dame? It wasn't even insured, but the Pope knew just who to call. Finkel Scrankin Goose Tank. Now he's got the money. Come on down, call us 1-800-JEWS-FOR-HIRE. Get your money. Hello and thank you for cracking another road soda, the only podcast played in federal prison. On this episode, the holy clergy is doing what they can for COVID. We dig deeper into Craigslist and the media totally sucks. I'm Isaiah Cooper and with me is... Greg McGinnis, your zany sidekick. How's it going today, America? The zing, zing, zany. He's got all the zings. None of the zang. And uh, that's what that's the Zang Gang. That's what he's a part of, not not the Zang Gang. Anyway, uh, guys. So yeah, we have on this we have the Millennial Book Club segment, and uh, we did trial by media. You could have sent all that all your comments and stuff into roadsodamail at gmail com, and then uh, we also do some more Craigslist on this one. Um, I kind of can't recall because we recorded this Craigslist one already. I'll be honest. I kind of don't remember a whole lot of it. I think it was that really sad, depressing one that that, but it wasn't. I'm uh, reading from my diary. We recorded it in January of 2018, <laughs> and uh, I believe it was about. Uh, no, it's, it's all smudge. I can't read it's it. It's all smudge. Fuck. There's nothing there. Well, thank you. Also, I also think we're gonna have some some pretty. We have a lot of like interviews and stuff set up, and. I'm looking forward to getting you back in the in the Road Soda Studio, Studio Soda. I'm looking forward to, to seeing what we can do with getting you back out here because Florida's already at uh, phase two or whatever. So I'm just wondering when the McKinnis house is going to start their reopening phases. We're, we're very uh, American, which is to say very scared of the COVID. And uh, I've got a wife that I've got to deal with and she's very covid sensitive yes for lack of a better term and so i'll be back in the studio i promise as soon as i can get into it as soon as you can get into it well we're waiting yes. with with bated breath sir we also have some other awesome stuff coming up uh in the future of this so i think we might get another host we'll see what happens you know and but uh right now how about another word from our sponsors? This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by... Yeah. 
a Popco brand. This just in, you guys can also send news into us. Did you know that? If you send, if you see a crazy news article and you send it to us, I know that. I think Nelly of the Jeff and Nelly combo sent us some news one time. When and, I send uh, that by fax, how would I get you news? Well, you could do it a number of ways. Uh, yes, our fax number is. Uh, actually, we just we have emails. You can email to roadsodamail at gmail dot com, and uh, we'll put it on there. And you know who emailed a news article in, Greg? Who? Darren, our lawyer. The road, our the official, official lawyer. Nice. Road soda he's lawyer. The, he's the official lawyer, legal counsel. Legal counsel soda. for the road soda, and that's why we just call him Darren because we respect him very much, <laughs> and we don't need anyone. Uh, all right, so this is what it says. Uh, first, the email you could say it says, uh, "Dear Isaiah and Greg, here's a story you may be able to use on your show." Again, I was finding. I was fun. Wait, it was fun being on, uh, being on with you last week. And then there's like a whole paragraph of some legal jargon that's like, if you receive this email and it is not for you, it is a legal and binding contract. Perhaps in a fully. St- I, I love it. That's how you know he's. You know a how I, Do you know how I knew he was gonna be a lawyer? We were like 17, 18. Yeah. And we used to go to this beach, Revere Beach. Uh-huh. Revere Beach was not so much a beach. You'd go there on Saturday night. Everyone probably has this type of thing. We lived on the seashore, so. We'd go to Revere Beach. They right. had a place called, I can't believe I can't remember the name of the place. It was like one of those outdoor, like you come to the window, you get french fries and a roast beef. Kelly's. Kelly's roast beef. And it was like this, it was on the corner of this block on the seaside. Everybody parked in this long strip parking lot that was alongside the beach. You following me? Everyone's oh. parked next to each other for like a quarter mile. Kelly's is there. It's like a bunch of windows. Everybody goes. It's like a meat mark type of place. You know, yeah, everyone yeah. goes. You bring your own booze, you're hammered, or you're going to get hammered, you go get some roast beef, whatever. And we would just sit there and walk up the strip until we'd see a couple of chicks in a car. You head over, you try and schmooze, you lose, you go to the next car, you schmooze, you lose, you go to the next car. His Darren's lines were 17. He literally said this. Okay, I'm ready. Hey, this is my friend Greg. How you doing? We chatter back and forth. Darren gets, oh God, I got to go to my money shot because I'm getting a little nervous. Let's go to it. Cuts a girl off. Yeah. In the middle of saying what they were doing or whatever, where I was like, dude, we've been involved with them for like 30 seconds. This is like our best thing. <laughs> nope, that's it. He has like a 28 second. He goes, hey, I'm a good guy. I pay my taxes. <laughs> I just I just drop eye contact with the chick I'm looking at. I go, I get it. We're out. See ya. Go hey, on. I'm a good Done. guy. We pay our taxes. <laughs> Fucking 17. 18 you don't pay years old. <laughs> Who the fuck says that? <laughs> I'm going to be a lawyer. <laughs> Darren, I think you're going to be a pretty good lawyer. Uh, yeah, I we had a lot of fun having him on too. So thank you for inviting him. And thank uh, Darren also for that nice email. And also the news, which says, woman struck officer with wine bottle, coughed on police after saying she's COVID-19 positive. <laughs> I love it. A Boston woman. Chick right here. Yeah, this is some local Boston stuff. Boston woman was arrested Thursday night. For allegedly wielding a wine bottle at police and striking... Hey, did, I saw another news uh, news title about something similar. It was this lady in Florida coughs on people at the bar and then uh, called them in for not following like sanitation guidelines. 
What, like they should have thrown her out when she started coughing or something? Or that she, they're, they're just not following guidelines. <laughs> she was just, she was in, it's like she caused the problem and then called the cops on the problem. Uh, nice. Thursday night for allegedly wielding a, a wine bottle. Allegedly, love it, at police and striking an officer. And then allegedly coughing on another, I'm sorry, that was a sneeze. It was not a cough. <laughs> On police during the the booking process, saying she had tested positive for coronavirus. Rebecca Tsakonis. Tsakonis. Tsakonis, yes. Good pronunciation. It's definitely Tsakonis. Yeah. Uh, 51. Was arrested on charges of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, the wine bottle. What about the other one? And public drinking. Okay. According to police. Anything else? She's later picked up on the charge of threat of dangerous substance. Ooh, there it is. There's your... You're a charge for the cough, for the coughing incident. <laughs> but nothing against a police officer. You notice that? It's assault and a battery, drinking in public, but no, like, assaulting a police officer. None of that. Well, you know, when you get a certain amount of drunk, it all becomes theoretical. You, you're not posing uh-huh. a threat if you can barely stay on your feet. Right. <laughs> but, but it does say she began coughing and blowing her breath at officers. That was the best she could do at the state of drunkenness she was at. <sighs> Take that, you officer. Pigs, I'll fucking give you the COVID in your asshole. They're like, lady, ma'am, just blown to the tube. Ma'am, please, just blown to the tube. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? I'm positive. At least she didn't get that Dewey. At least she didn't get that DUI. Dude, what did Darren call it? It's. Uh, uh they got a few different words for it. It's DUI or it's uh, DWI. It was driving while under the influence. Yeah, what his under. his word was uh, was one I like hadn't heard, but I knew exactly what he was talking about. Driving while intoxicated? Yeah, it was for that charge, but it was like what, whatever he called it. It was like a DUI or something or a D. DUI. Yeah, we call it a DUI because it's DUI, driving under the influence. Yeah. DUI. Did he say DUI? That's very. Well, I don't think it was. I would have to listen. I would have there. to listen to it again. We're going to have um, to re- re- go back to the tapes. The interns, go back. You know what and, the problem uh, is? Check, check back the tape and see what Darren said. I'd be very surprised if he said DUI. That's very informal. Oh, no, he, he said the, the he no, he said the he said the acronym for it, but I I just don't remember what it was. And it was like three letters. It was like an E D I or something. I was like, damn, it's like sounds backwards. I know, I know, an allow is a lewd and lascivious. We've all we've all been there when you get busted for a lal. What's he doing that? Is that a, is that a thing? Do they have that in Florida? That's probably everywhere, right? I guess lewd, lewd, lewd and, and lascivious, lascivious behavior. Acts? Like what? Like uh, like anal sex. I would imagine, like, if you were yelling at the cops, you got COVID and you got to, you know, blow them. Or, like, you take your top off. If your top or your bottom or something comes off, or you're gesturing in a sexual fashion, or lewd, it should be lewd or lascivious, yeah. to be fair. But they just call it lewd and lascivious. It can't be, it's either lewd or lascivious. You can't be you, both. That's probably true. I would challenge someone to be lewd and lascivious. Yeah. You're, you're lewd or lascivious. We need to bring Darren back on to discuss <laughs> yeah. if you could possibly be lewd and lascivious. It's one or the other, lewd. Darren. And <laughs> you know what I'm going to say is this next article, which uh, this article, if, do, do you, did you get the second email? Yes. And uh, this one I find very lewd. Not, not as lascivious, more lewd. Tiger King more, star. More lewd, less lascivious. Carol Baskin selling COVID-19 masks to benefit big cats first responders. And it's oh, a mask. Jesus. And it's our friend with those uh, staring right at you. And it says, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. That's what it says on the, you know, the mask. 
Man, let's see. Let's read the thing. Are you a cool cat? Let's see if this person puts any subtle "I hate Carol Baskin" in this article. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. There's... Well, wait, it has no byline. First off, so you can completely take free shots at Carol Baskin in this article because it just it says AP. Yeah, it's so, right. So you know what I mean? It's like a completely naked shot. She can't even come back at you. Exactly. What's wait? What's Associated Press? That's just like a big news service. The AP. Oh. They're like a news wire. They just have like a million. They're like the weather service for bullshit. Oh fuck yeah. The Associated Press. So like you're, they're you're just, just they just got people bullshit. out there, feet on the street. They're just finding stories and throwing them into the AP. Yeah. There's now a coronavirus mask out there for you. Uh-oh. What the fuck are you trying to say? The Tampa Bay Times reports that Big Cat uh, founder Carol Baskin, prominently featured in the Tiger King, is a outfit oft-quoted catchphrases Saturday. What is oft- oh, often quoted? I never knew that was even a oft-quoted, huh? The dual-layered tie mask featured the words, Hey, all you cool cat and kittens. Above a whiskered feline smile. Wow. Eleven bucks. Eleven dollars. Is that a good deal yeah. for a mask, or do you think that's a bad deal for a mask? I don't know. I haven't bought any. Big Cat Rescue no. is closed to the public due to the coronavirus outbreak. A post said that Animal Rescue is losing a hundred and sixty thousand dollars a month in tour revenue. Jesus. A month. That's how much she makes a month. Was that before that's, or after? That must have been after the fucking thing, right? That's, that's got to be crazy. After. Well, the thing just came out like a few months ago. I don't think yeah. if oh, she yeah. all of a sudden made one hundred sixty thousand last last month, she could say we're losing one hundred sixty thousand a month and we can't capitalize on this Netflix fucking money. I don't think she can say that. I think they probably were making that before. It was a big deal before. I think the Tiger King thing was more about pointing out people are already huge into this tiger shit. Yeah. Right. And this got a little bit more people like Dude. on their couches watching it. But I mean, let's face it. Nobody like watched Tiger King and said, I'm going to go to a tiger refuge. We just, we just fucking shame watched it and laughed about it. It's not changing the fucking, right? It's not it's, changing yeah. the revenue. Of the no, I don't, I don't. I mean, Is people, it? if people really want to go there and see Carol Baskin in the flesh and like, you know, that they, they might be doing that just to kind of cross the realities. Can I just, is that wooden paneling behind her in this picture? Because if it's wooden paneling, it's got leopard print painted on it. I think it's like a sheet. Yeah, it looks clearly like a sheet. is cat oriented. Oh, it's a shower curtain. It's a shower curtain. With yeah, her. I think there's actually I've seen it. There's a trimmer, a trimmer attachment you can get called the Carol Baskin. Yep. You run it over your uh, erogenous zones, and it just kind of cuts out little patchy patches and shaves them so down. So you look like it a leopard. Like a cheetah spots. Yeah. Which I enjoy. I, I find it neither lewd nor lascivious. But I find I, it a little I, lascivious. Yeah, I couldn't argue if you felt it did. I find it a little lascivious. A little lascivious. In fact, I, in fact, I find this next article, without without knowing what the word lascivious means in the slightest, <laughs> I I would have to say that this next article makes uh, is a little is, is makes me it's a it's a little lascivious. Priest draws squirt gun in fight against coronavirus. And uh, all these news articles are down in the, um, what's it called? Uh, down in the show, down in like the notes or whatever. So you can click these and look as well. If you noticed, I'm just now, as I'm looking at it, I'm seeing he's got a, it's a priest. He's got a mask. He's got a squirt gun. And he's standing like at the entrance maybe to the to the church. 
but he's holding the Bible and he also has gloves on and he's holding the Bible with gloves, which I think it shows he doesn't really have a lot of faith. That's what I think. <laughs> I think if you're... Or, or he has a tremendous amount of faith and he knows God knows exactly what he's been up to oh. and he's masking and loving <laughs> the shit out of him. Or he's got a... You're right, yeah. He's like, I can't touch this thing with bare hands, man. I can't. <laughs> Uh, Believe me, I know. I know. I've read this whole book. Have you read it? No, no. Put those fucking gloves on. I've been with you on Saturday night. Yeah, I know what's up. Put the fucking up. gloves on and the mask. Not that mask. It looks like Not he's got two masks on. Masks. Put this one on. It's fucking HG48. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking super happy. He looks like he's aggressively posturing with the squirt gun, too. Like, yes. This would be the cover of a movie. What would the movie, what would the horror movie be called that this was the cover of? Because it could definitely be like... You know, Rob Zombie in a bishop's priest, the bishop's day off, fucking murder bishop, right? uh, murder bishop, clergy of killers, clergy. Yeah, there you go. I like clergy. Definitely, clergy is in there. Yeah, COVID, clergy cop, <laughs> clergy cop. De- by day, just- by day, he's a cop. But by early morning on Sunday, he's a. He's Father Joseph Benzanito. That thing definitely has holy water in it, and he's squirting you know it, it does. aggressively. And something is like, <laughs> you know, there's holy water in that fucking gun. He ain't gonna not bless that water that's in that gun. And this is twenty eight COVIDs later, dude. That's the cover. This is twenty. I twenty. <laughs> I like it. Twenty eight. This is just the picture alone. Is is just. Uh, a, a great, but a, a Roman Catholic priest in the Detroit area has taken aim at uh, parishioners. I don't know what that word is. In a bid to maintain social social distancing during the coronavirus pandemic, using a squirt gun to shoot holy water. Of course, yep. Like his parishioners, they they go to the church. So instead of oh, going okay. into the church, he stands out front and they sit in fucking hours of traffic, and he fucking puts on all this shit and he squirts a little you know, water in. He's like, all right. And Don't forget to give money to the guy next to me. He's got the fucking, he's got the the pool cleaning net out, so he can be six feet away. Just stick five bucks in there, you fucking fuck. He just get jangles it behind him, and then he's like, <laughs> like it was all kind of cool until I I could have sworn I I saw him mouthing. I couldn't really see what he was doing, but he was really being aggressive with that gun. He, I mean, really, he's he was, aggressive. He's yeah. aggressively squirting it. Maybe, he maybe he was just, a, he's just a method guy and he's like, I, I don't want to like fucking mail this in. No, no. This no. is all we got. You, you know think, who's the guy holding the pool net? You know the pool cleaning net that's on like the ten foot rod? Yeah. Five feet down from him. After you get squirted, you gotta pay. You gotta put your money in the thing. You know who's holding the net? It's fucking what's his name? Randy from uh <laughs> Randy from fucking trailer park boys. No shirt on <laughs> and he's got the net out. <laughs> he's like, would come be on, give the, for the, way this put guy the fucking money in the net. Crazy. He's like poking people that are moving too slow. He's like jabbing it at them. You see that? Oh man! I watched the movie too. By the way, I'm not ashamed to say I would watch that. That would be a good movie. And um, someone's gonna fucking fight this virus. I'm glad this dude and Randy from Trailer Park Boys are fucking getting into it. I'm glad. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. You know what? I feel safer now. Thank you for your service. I feel safe enough to move on to the next article. Police arrest made after two quote unquote melon heads shoplift. Interesting. Interesting. 
Yeah, they look like they have bowling balls. Do you think that's actually melons? Yeah, they, those are those are definitely watermelons cut in that's half. That's so like nasty that you would hollow out yeah. a melon, even if you got all the watermelon out. That's and, sticky. You're gonna put that on your head for like an extended period. Yeah, and and I don't know how like every time you would like turn your head, it would stay in the same spot. You know what I mean? Like you would your head would turn inside the melon, and you'd you'd be pretty much blind. So it's pretty stupid, and it's also pretty stupid that people were like. Just just move to the side so they can't see you, and then, you know, you're gonna be afraid of two dudes with melons with with melons on their head. You gonna let them rob you? Hey, give me all the money I, in the register, nah, sir. Next, like, <laughs> <laughs> next. So yeah, it's like they can't even these guys with these melons on can't even see anything, and then if they take it off, they probably just have like regular old face face masks under it anyway. You know. These you think uh, they have like they have the panty, uh, the pantyhose thing, legs on. Yeah, and then also the like the surgical mask because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that, awesome, dude. That I, had so, surgical mask. So I live in like Bradenton, right? And like downtown Bradenton is like right by the Sally, so it's you, you see you see some hard people walking around, right? Like you know they, what's the Sally? The Salvation Army, bro. Oh, oh, I guess oh, Army, I, I get it. You don't <laughs> you you don't even know slang for the Salvation Army. I don't. I don't. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> Must be a nice life, Greg. And it's uh, pretty fucking nice. <laughs> but dude, I see some like hard people walking around and driving around. They got like nice, not nice cars, but like they got like a Lincoln Town Car or something. But it's like raised up on thirty-six inch rims, that kind of shit. Ninety-seven. Yeah, so yeah. It's, uh, Ninety-seven. And then, uh, but now I'm seeing those guys driving around with uh, masks on, like facial masks. I'm like, I guess you ain't that hard, huh? Guess you ain't that hard. It's like, I don't know. It's 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 a really equalizing kind of thing. I think it's funny. Uh, and then I also saw another news article that they said it was illegal to commit a crime with one of those on. It's like... Extra illegal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. That's the only way you could do it. Because it's like, oh, let me take this thing off and then commit that crime. Do you? So you haven't bought a mask. And I'm not like a mask guy. But I went to... An office max, like a week ago, because I had to buy paper. I was out of paper. I want to go get notebooks. I'm like a notebook guy. I like to have different size notebooks. Yes, sir. And yeah. I probably, if I'm being honest, I just wanted to go into a goddamn store. It's been like two months. <laughs> That's right. I just so I said, pee. you know what? I don't have any paper. I'm sick of writing on these little fucking, I got this, this little, you ready for this? You imagine the fucking indignity I'm suffering. I have no notebook, no like spiral bound or like glue bound or whatever notebooks. I've got a plastic fucking square with fucking sheets that are not even attached to each other they're square they're like i don't know three by three like a fucking type of pad that like uh an old lady that sells turquoise in fucking new mexico fucking has by her (laughs) that's a really specific lady live laugh love and i'm taking notes to conduct a man's fucking business every day (laughs) you fucking kidding me drain my balls chop them off fucking send recycle them so I said, I got to go get some goddamn notebooks. So I go into the office and she's like, you got to wear a mask. You gotta... And I'm like, oh my God. You ever go into an office mask that's not busy? You're like, you're the only one in the fucking store. Yeah. I don't need a goddamn nap. There's no one within 50 feet of me. Yeah. They're like, but everyone's, everyone's like 100 feet I'm apart the... in that place. Yeah. It's yeah. like, there's like four people per square mile in a fucking office max always. And the other three people work there. And they're all like, I don't want to fucking be anywhere near you. Yeah, I so was anyway. in Sam Ash. I went into Sam Ash today, and the guy was like, "You got to put a mask on." They had him like sitting right there in front, though. 
He's like, here you go. And I put it on. For oh, like, so you just put on a mask that someone else had on? Is that what it is? Did yeah, they just recycle them. That's the South Boy right there, baby. Just put on one of the masks, baby. Right. We're all together. It's one. Yeah, we have. Just choose one of your masks. Yes. Thank you. Wait, wait, wait. Don't put that one on, man. Roscoe had that one on. No, yeah. it ain't COVID related, but it's, you don't di- it's different. But you Roscoe. just don't. You just don't want what Roscoe got. Trust me. You know what chlamydia is? Just you know what? I don't want to explain it to you. Just I just say Roscoe. Just use the other one, man. Involves, I know it's pink. It involves bulimia. <laughs> they have a march for it downtown. You should check yeah, it out. Yeah, that march. You know, don't. Hey, listen. By the way, you see Roscoe. Don't say nothing about that march, man. Don't even get him started. Just conduct your business, baby. It's COVID time. <laughs> it's COVID so time. I go into this office, Max. I have my mask in my pocket because I've not put a mask on for one second throughout all this fucking shit. I'm just, you know, my wife is super worked up about it. And I'm just committed to my wife. And not getting a bunch of bullshit. Yes, really what that's what I'm to. committed to. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, so I go into the office, Max, and I'm walking around. I get my notebooks. I'm trying to be, like, you know, respectful of it. I'm like, I'm not going to touch a bunch of shit. Right. Not that I go in and touch a bunch of shit in the store, but I'm, like, conscientiously, like, do I want that enough that I'm going to touch it and, like, look at it? I just wanted those little notebooks that are, like, half size, spiral bound. They're, like, those little chubby partial notebooks with yeah. like the cheap paper cover. I love those things. We used to have them at work, if you remember. You know those Yes, books. yes, yes. I love those. I love those. Couldn't find them at this fucking office. The only thing on so the annoying. cover is like how many sheets of paper are in the whole thing. It's like 100 or something. Yeah, it just has like 120 more. on it. That's it. You get it. That is perfect because I'm sitting there taking like phone notes or like whatever fucking I need to write down. It might be dimensions or something. It might be a number. It might be like I want to fucking stab this fucking dude. Why is he so stupid? I write this shit down on a little piece, and then I just chuck it. But I need something to write shit down on. I go to get these notebooks. They don't have them. I get something else. Anyway, when I start to approach the registers, I'm walking around up in the front like, do they have these? Maybe these notebooks are like a buck a piece. That's why I'm missing them because I'm looking at the notebook section. I need to be looking up in the front with like all the impulse buy shit. There's nothing. As I start to approach like the cashier section, there's like six people in the store. Besides myself, every one of them has a mask on. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to put the fucking mask on. So I Don't. put the fucking mask on to fucking give the guy, you know, swipe my fucking credit card for fucking seven bucks or whatever. So then no more escapades with the mask for like a week until like three days ago. I bought a new uh, off Facebook, uh, what do you call it? Facebook swap shop. I buy a set that's a desk and a, another desk that's like a, it's got like a desk with like a little alcove type of thing, old school desk with like, like shit above it, shit on the sides, the little keyboard thing rolls out. I love it. And then a uh, cabinet that came with it with a bunch of drawers. So I, my wife was like, that's a really good deal. We should go buy those, like 150 bucks. I went, all right, fuck it. So I had a, a friend of mine that actually has like a box truck. It was a lot of shit. And it's COVID. So it's like, you can't just call anyone. I'm like, hey, you want to come to my shit and get some? So I'm like, all right. So I paid the guy 50 bucks to go in a box truck and pick the shit up. And then we come back to my house and I'm helping them unload it. And we have masks on. I'm looking at them and I'm like, they got masks. All right, we're doing the mask thing. So I got a mask on. Did you ever do any actual, like physical anything with a fucking mask on? It's so fucking annoying. I don't even have to, to know that it's fucking awful. First of all, you know how the weather is right now. Like I want to say like three or four days ago down here, it shifted from like, springtime in Sarasota is like the hottest summer day anywhere you ever lived. Oh yeah. Baby. And that now it's shifted into that, that gear we call South Florida. Where yeah. Like your ball sack is 
spraying water like a fucking irrigation system as soon as you open your front door. Yeah, and, and then that you have accurate? that mask on your face is like having your ball sack right on your face while you're trying to breathe. It basically is. It's like a pack of ball sacks from like a, I don't know where, are like just covering your face. You can't even breathe. It's like being in a sauna. So I got this mask on. As soon as I'm trying to move my arms, I don't know fucking why, but the thing is like climbing up my nose into my eye. So now it's like poking my ass. So now I'm doing it with one eye and I'm like, motherfucker. Like, I have to, you know, you, you when you're carrying a desk or whatever, like I'm putting on the lift gate, bringing it down, moving it onto these fucking dollies, sliding around, and I'm constantly fucking with the mask. And I'm like, is this really helping me at all? Because I know it's pissing me off. I don't no, know if it's helping You're doing me. your part. It, what, all it's helping you do is be a part of the herd and be a part of everybody. And that's what you really want to do. You don't, you don't got to go against the grain in too many ways because just, just kind of fly under the radar, man. You don't want to stand out, not be the guy that's not wearing the mask. And I get it. Now that's now that Greg is what I call a news story. I am. <laughs> Validate. You just landed a date with the girl of your dreams. But are you the man of hers? Don't chance it. Get a hype man from Validate. You can tell a girl all you want, but it means nothing unless vouched for. Our program is meant to fit your needs. With a full list of professional actors, we guarantee a natural and casual approach making every time like the first time. Maybe you want her to think you are the altruistic type. Ralph, is that you? I haven't seen you since our time volunteering at the soup kitchen. How you been? The spiritual type. Dave, it's been a while. Are you still teaching those yoga classes? Dave here has an amazing mooing cow. We also do breakups. Hey, Charlie, last night was amazing. I never knew someone could love so long. Oh, who's this? Is this your sister? Try Valley Date today. So, three weeks in a row. Hey, I rhymed. I didn't uh, mean to there. Three weeks in a row we're doing the Craigslist Chronicles. And I'm going to uh, uh, keep reading. We're going <laughs> to keep reading these Craigslist things, man. We've had some pretty interesting things come in. So, what was the... Remember, the first one was Magellan. More more gallons, right? More gallon. That one was uncomfortable to listen to. That poor girl. And uh, then the second one, oh, we also had those. Remember the two people that were like one person was like, and the the godons are gonna come down and destroy the the field. Do just completely erratic nonsense. Remember that? You know, no. Actually, what was crazy is if you ever I did like a Google map of the West Coast, yes. and I noticed now the shadowing. Uh -huh, and I'm uh -huh. starting to come around that there may be a Gorgon. On the East Coast, the, the whole West East Coast. Coast. You know, I, you know, I saw the one on the West Coast. I don't know about the East Coast. Now I have to look into that. Gorgon. Thank you very much. Now that's my Sunday. Gorgon 2020. Gorgon for 2020 election. The Man, <laughs> and remember how you were like, hey, you know you should just copy that and paste it to the girl with Magellan's, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I did. And on it, And I know everyone's like really excited right now. And I'm sorry, but uh, we they I did it both ways, just like Greg <laughs> suggested. Because I was like, "Well, what if I did it the other way?" And then and then you were like, "Well, how about just do it to both of them?" And uh, so neither have responded. They're probably I assume they're both hard at work 
writing their narrative. So, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. We'll you get like 20,000 20, words from each of them. It's going to come in multiple emails because it'll max out like the capacity of how much you can send. And so we have some other ones. Right up the right up at the top. Let's uh let's start with this guy, right? My name is Leo. And I know that's a pen name because you can see their email address names that come in. And it's funny because I can see the name of the person and they always give me like a different name. <laughs> and uh but yeah, my name is Leo. I am twenty eight and have an interesting life story that is still playing out. Seems to be a common line we we hear a lot that they're still living this crazy tale. But let's see where this goes. I'm in the marijuana industry. All right. I'm liking it. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> and have been all over the country and to a few countries doing business. When I was younger, I was involved in a vast property theft organization. <laughs> you got some... Are you rubbing your, your pubes on the mic there, Craig? Oh, you know what? It might be catching on my beard. I'm sorry. I got like a big terrorist beard going these days. I knew that was going to happen when I sat down. I knew no it. Rest. And he just can't get he just can't get to his uh Who his... sells weed and like travels around the world? I think most of the people I know that sell weed never go more than like 100 yards in their house ever. Well, I mean, this guy's Leo's got it going different, man. He said when he when he, when he was younger, so his first enterprise was property theft or and uh and then branched out into selling narcotics. Which eventually led to the marijuana, which is kind of like a weird route to get to marijuana, <laughs> right? Isn't it's it? It's kind of an entry level. It's kind of an entry level crime thing, right? Yeah, marijuana is like the first thing, and then you're like, you, you're talking to the guy that's got marijuana all the time. And he's like, hey, you know, I also got a little coke. You want some of that? And you're like, okay, <laughs> right? So I've been through a lot and could go on and on about different stories, living life in a black market business. I've been incarcerated for trafficking and have witnessed extreme violence, but that does not define who I am today. That's good. I like that. Nice. Currently buying investment properties on the East Coast. Oh, shit. Is this the Gorgon? <laughs> is this the Gorgon? And I don't mind telling anyone my story. I just need to be anonymous because of the city I'm in. I've uh, changed over the years in a positive way, and these days only focus on marijuana and real estate. So... So just marijuana and real estate, you know, so we just cut back on the narcotics and still doing the, the property theft organization and the marijuana. Is this, a, this is a Seattle guy. This does not sound like a Savannah guy. Not a lot of them. Brag um, if centers. I see what happened to this one was I copied and pasted it out of the email. So I, I don't know. We can probably safely guess it might be a strange story, but uh, when you also ask people like, what's your story? Sometimes we get, you know, that's how we got the dolphin fucker. He's like right. a great. He's like a great white buffalo. He's one of those guys, though. I, I gotta imagine any question you ask him, it's, it's gonna go to the dolphin fucking thing. So <laughs> they come out of the woodwork when they want. I don't know how you bring it, weave it back there. Uh, let's. Hey, hey, who won the Yankees game? I fucked a dolphin. <laughs> I'll <laughs> confess right now. I know what you're getting at. <laughs> I can. I see what's. I see how you're connecting the dots. <laughs> All right. So then we have an uh, another one, and this one's a little shorter. Ready? I have a ton of stories, but I have one about two exes that are juicy. One that ghosted, which you know what ghosted is, right? Being ghosted? Yes. When they come back after you murder them, they come back and haunt you. <laughs> yes. I have I have personal experience with that. Yes, exactly. 
Exactly. So that's that's a really crazy thing to happen. So wait, he got ghosted and he's calling it an ex? Is it a No, she like said his his ex ghosted him? Oh, so this person is a is a female. And okay. uh, she says, "I have let's call her Cheryl. She says, "I have a ton of stories, but I I have one about two exes, like two ex-boyfriends that are juicy." Which, you know what, now that you're asking that question, yeah, is this one story and involves, no, I don't think so. I think she, she has two different stories about two different exes. And uh, she just wrote, kind of wrote it a little confusing. But yeah, one with that ghosted and uh, one that was my first and last baby daddy ex. The baby daddy one, I'll gladly expose. Email me, let's get working. So... <laughs> I have a feeling that's not going to be nearly as exciting to us as it is to her. You don't think, dude, that, I mean, there's, I think there's some dirt on that baby daddy. That's what I think. And I think we what? need, I think the audience wants to know what that dirt is. So, welcome I, to the I show. Wonder what her, Cheryl. What her di- <laughs> I wonder what her difference between the ghosting guy and the baby daddy that's no longer there. Like, yeah, why so, is she not calling them both ghosters? I know, right? Like if someone just le- like ghosts you and stops talking to you and like disappears and I mean, it's just I guess a, it's a technical term, right? Yeah. Technical term like I I just never heard back. And this baby daddy guy is being nice, like, look, I don't want anything to do with you, but I'll return your fucking tax. And if you right. take me to court, yeah, you can have some of my fucking paycheck. <laughs> All right. Well, you got to take me to court first. You got to go, go do the whole court. thing. Uh, let's see. So and then uh, that was a yeah. So we'll see. You know, we'll we'll see how that one goes. And then they, uh, some of them, some people are like really sort of like against, well, let me see where, uh, I put this one on the, cause there was so much back and forth. I had to, uh, do it this way. So some people are like really against it and they, they not like they're trying to hold their cards close to their chest. Like they don't want to really reveal their story or something or I don't know. But I had a back and forth a couple of times with this uh, one uh, nice lady. Let's call her Carly. Hi, I'm Carly. I saw your ad on Craigslist and I've been uh, and I've had very interesting life. You can make a series of my story uh, only with a pin name spelled P-I-N. Only with pin name. Pin name. Pin name, though. I think it's, it's, uh, it's different than a pen name. I think it's a little different, like... Like it's a name that any thoughts? Might, any just, thoughts on a pin name? Yeah, like you might just use it for a second, but everyone's still like, I'm just putting a pin in it, like just on that little thing. I think that's what it means. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then she says, "Thank you and be safe." Namaste, Carly. Right? You always. How often do you get a sign off on an email? Namaste, like at your work, and you know you send a lot of emails. How often do you get that sign off? Yeah, I don't send the namaste a lot, but I, you know, with soccer moms or pseudo soccer moms, uh, that could be a thing. It's like a flavor that a lot of women like to. You're right. I'm super chill. I know I come off like a psycho, you know, and I just was totally ranting about namaste though. And then she exactly. Say, You're right. He it, knows it, I'm chill. It reveals a lot about the kind of person. You're right. It's a one word that does tells all, that tells all. I think. Uh, yeah. And then it says, um, and so I, you know, I emailed back. Hello. We would love to hear your story. Can you give a short summary? The subject doesn't matter. We are open to everything. When we get a good idea of your story is about, 
we'll get back to you and uh, we'll get back to you about an interview for the show, right? And uh, she gets back to me. She says, first, I need to know that I'll have a pin name, P-I-N, so still, you know. Again, she's with that. Okay. Yes, pin name and my face blurred, right? And then, oh, we'll blur your face, bitch. <laughs> In the back of the car. It might not ever come unblurred. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> wait, what if wait, what if she has a really horrific story, Greg? How are you gonna feel then? Uh, I'm just talking about what's gonna happen in the back of the El Camino, baby. Oh, okay. It's gonna be some serious blur. Nothing good ever happens in the back of an El Camino. It's gonna be tagged to my pin name. That's right. Not me. Hey, just, what happens in the back of the El Camino goes on my pin name. Goes on my pin name, baby. Uh, I said I I said, uh, no worries. It is an audio only podcast. You can be as anonymous as you'd like, right? Uh Okay, so then she, she gets back. I was accused of arson at 13 years old in my middle school. Accused of it. So she's, That's interesting. She says she didn't do it. Uh, my middle school then had to stay with the man that was, that was molesting me, who was my great uncle. Then my mother found out after a few months and reported him the catch, though my mother wasn't nice to any point. Here's a big summary. <laughs> Don't that worry. is insult to injury when it's your great uncle molesting you. You know what I mean? Because you have to keep saying it. Great Who uncle. Who molested you? My great uncle. Great I, uncle. It's not what you think. Don't I just have to. Imagine being the term. uncle. Imagine being the regular uncle, not the great uncle. And he's, he's like, you better keep saying great in front of that. You understand? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's his whole case. That's his whole she case. She keeps calling me her great uncle. I don't understand where these allegations are coming from. I'm this not, is preposterous. I'm her regular uncle. You just heard her. She said, I'm great. Where can I go? <laughs> All right. Uh, so then she says, I was beaten and neglected for most, almost, for almost my whole life. Man, you almost listen, make... Listen, listen, which is it? Which is it? You can be beaten or neglected. I, I really have an issue with both. You can't have it both ways. You are not fucking wrong. You are not wrong. I'm just Serious saying. question. It's one or the other. It can't be beaten and neglected. All right. So my biological father is a deadbeat and left me over a eight ball of meth. Uh, The biggest part, though, my aunt was. This is the biggest part. All that stuff is pretty child's play. Biggest part is my aunt. uh, uh, The biggest part was my aunt was murdered in her backyard in Savannah, Georgia. You can look it up. You can look it up in. In. uh, blank, 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 blank. I don't want to give too much away. I have a lot more, but that a little, so you get the big idea. I feel like she could be a recurring guest. Yeah. I do. I like several aspects of this. You do? What's your What's your I favorite? Do. Well, I just feel like she's trying to cram it all in there. I don't even believe there can be such a thing as an eight ball of math, by the way. I'm not an expert. But I just love that she is like throwing all this stuff in. I mean, there can be I, an amount that on. equals an eight ball, right? How do we have her on, though, without becoming a what? true crime podcast? You're I think right. <laughs> that's yes. the only X against her. Is it that's she, something that we're really trying to stay away from? It, she, it does become a true crime uh, podcast there. So then I didn't. Uh, she had sent that on a Thursday. And um, I didn't. And then I didn't get back to her. It was she sent it at like eleven in the morning, and then at eight in the evening because I still hadn't got back yet. You know, I get back at home and I go through my phone, and and then you know, put a. That's when I start working on some podcast stuff. 
But before that, she sends, I'm sorry. I'm no longer interested in, in your offer. I apologize for wasting your time. Thank you. Namaste, Carly. Oh, that's playing hard to get. Or or she was tragically beaten slash neglected to death by her great uncle. And that was her last one. She's like, wait, before you get that last blow in, let me get my phone real quick. I got to send an email. Don't want and some great uncle in Savannah said, I molested her to death. <laughs> And then I'm going to throw this email out there and close the case and walk <laughs> away scot-free. Because I'm only regular uncle. <laughs> and I was never even her great uncle. I just got her to believe that. It made her sound <laughs> like a fool to the police. It's genius. I'm actually her mother's brother. Oh, man. You know, in, in all joking aside, that is a pretty, it's a pretty tough one. But it's also kind of a strange thing to kind of like want to... I understand she probably does want some sort of release like she probably just needs a therapist like someone to talk to and let that stuff out about because i mean if you're in that kind of life and it's really tough and you know maybe she can't afford a but um it's uh that's a pretty tough one it's a pretty tough life not to let's <laughs> wait are you, so you're done with her are you not gonna now try to i think she's playing hard to get i think she is I too think- and i think i'm totally gonna uh email back and because yeah that's what that was she didn't even give me all day to get back to her and be like, Carly, what's happening? Like, I didn't, you know, no, it's okay. Let's let's keep talking about it. Uh, tell me more about your great uncle. Yeah, you should say, listen, your great uncle reached out to me separately. Yeah. And now I really feel like we need to talk this out, the three of us. When yes. is a good time? Yeah. And we will blur out your voice. Don't worry. Man, how uncomfortable. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So uh, now when we get these, kind of like, I did get one email, right? And uh, actually, I can put maybe some screenshots. I don't know. No, I can put this 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 link into the show notes. How about that? I'll put this link into the show notes. Uh, so this this person emailed me, and he said, "My name is blank blank. I'll leave it blank blank until maybe this guy wants to be on the show. But at the same time, if I give you a link to his, you know, his, you'll see. I came across your post and." And uh, thought I'd reach out. I have a pretty weird story that falls within the paranormal. If you sele- if selected, I can give you the long version. But the short, I heard a loud noise that awoke me from my sleep. I was in sleep paralysis state when I saw a body apparition. The kicker comes at the end of the story when I heard the same noise that woke me up coming from the attic. Days later when I was fully awake. So he's, uh, and then he says he's got like a couple different stories. I actually have a few. Just let me know if you enjoy, you want to hear the full story. And uh, then at the bottom, he's got an email signature, right? And it's called, it's www.degastudios.com. And I was like, well, obviously this guy, Loki wants me to go to his, you know, to go to his website. And I did, and he's an artist. Like he's this graphic artist kind of guy, like doing and painting and all this kind of shit. And his artwork is really kind of like this weird, retro 80s like super bright fluorescent kind of stuff it's really kind of cool looking and then i'm like well now i think this is just a good guy to have on the show just in general and get an interview with him and talk about his those stories but also like his art and stuff i like trying to you know branch out anybody that's like passionate about the stuff that they're doing like uh when you were in your sabbatical there was uh a guy on i don't know if you listen to the app where he was a he ran like a headshot he runs like a head shop up in st pete called um, paradigm shift glass or that's not the name of the place but he's got an instagram called paradigm shift glass and he makes like bongs and stuff but he's really 
his big passion, the thing that he really loves making is glass fishing lures. And then he's a big time fisherman. Like every day he went out and fishing and like uh, every single day he's like, I'm out in the water five days a week. I was really cool. I went up and I brought all the equipment up there and I talked to him and did an interview. I think it went really well. He was a really cool dude. But uh, Glass fishing lures? Yeah, dude. He was, he's like, I, I was like, how many people do this? And he goes, that I know of, uh, me and one other guy. And I was like, really? And then he, he started explaining like the thought that he puts into them, like the amount of like a uh, black light paint that he puts in there and like different filler. And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, they actually work really, really well. And, uh, they are, uh, he's really passionate about what he does and he puts a lot of thought into it. And I think just because they have to be handmade and people are like, you buy those things, you might catch it on a rock and lose it, you know? So it's hard to, it's kind of hard to get it moving, you know? Monster Burger! Monster Burger! Proud to serve vegan options! Force down! The all-new Farms Grocery Burger! It's impossibly beyond meat using a mere 45 bean variety mixture, including pigeon, azuki, and mung bean. There's so much protein packed into our patty, it makes beef look like potato salad! Wow! We pile that pseudo meat high with caramelized tofu bacon, two chickpea chicken patties, and red beet lamb shanks with our signature horseradish bologna disc. Eat the whole damn farm and do no harm. Comes with our fry sack and gullet blaster. Your order for only 50 cents. You know? I mean, I think Greg's taking a piss. <laughs> No, actually, I was just going back to this this um, the Dega Studios guys the guy. That's pretty good shit. Yeah, it, yeah. it is kind of neat. He's got some good shit going. Yeah, so I would just like to talk to him about his art, what kind of stuff he does. I think it'll be fun, and then we can also get those stories. So I'm definitely reaching back out to him and letting him know and see if we can set something up. We've got a lot of of things lined up as far as like interviews coming up, not just from Craigslist, but other places. I'm really excited about it, and. Uh, but yeah, I emailed, let's get to this one. Cause this one might take up a chunk, but let's try to burn through it. This is the one. This right? is like this the last one. one. Yeah. Yeah. This fucking guy. So we got another massive email, right? And it's real long. Um, how many words would you say that is if you had to calculate? You know what? Hold on. I do have a calculator. Control a, how many he's, words? This guy knows he works in a, he works, he's been, he's done his time in an office. He knows how to count words. I do. There's a thing for it. It's, um, oh, what the fuck is it? Uh-oh. You got it? Just act like you're at the office and it comes to you. I know. Wait, hold on. I don't know why. Well, while you're doing that, this guy, yeah, yeah so it was pretty long and I'd sent it, uh, it came in, I read the whole thing and, um, you know, I sent it over to Greg and he, and he read it and it's just, uh, there's a, there's, it's a story. I mean, it's kind of well-written. And, and I think you would say, I mean, uh, if you want, once you get the, the words calculated, I'm going to say there is... Uh, 1,500. 1,500? Is that what you were thinking? So I, I haven't thinking, calculated it yet. I was going to say 2,000. I pasted it into something with some other shit already. So, it, like, the word count thing was off. So, hold on. And, that, and my laptop is just slow as fuck. It's okay, Greg. 
We all but wait, what, you, what was your guess going to be though? I think two thousand words, man. It's a it's a long it's a long story. I think it took about. Well, I read a little slower, so maybe five ten minutes to read at least. But I'll just I'm just going to start from the top with this bad boy, and then once Greg gets uh, that number count, so we can finalize this very. This needs to happen. All right, my story is not an easy one to describe. Not only that, it is not one event, but my but more like a strange life story, which means I have a lot of strange stories, which again you see you hear that a lot, right? A lot of people like to say, "Yo, it's my whole life, baby. How do I even pick and choose?" Dude, you were pretty close. It was 1949. It's oh, really? words. Wow. Check that shit out. I was just fucking shot in the dark there. Bam. And so, yeah. What did you? So you started reading it, right? I haven't even. I, no, I read it. the whole thing. I read the whole thing, and I was looking for like some type of climax, and there really was no climax. It was kind of odd. Yes. That it was a really good, interesting start of, and we can get into it. But like, basically, this kid, this guy said, he had these episodes when he was a kid where he had like these. I don't know how he, he didn't really explain anything more than like this, almost like an apparition. But he wasn't trying to say it was a ghost. He was trying to say it was like something right there with him. Yeah. This demon demon thing fucked with him and like was all around him and stuff, but didn't really like do anything. And he said he started when he was four. Yes. Yeah. And, and then at the end, he's like, it also happened when I was 17, 18 and all throughout my life. Right. So anyway, I shouldn't be alive. So anyway, yeah, which is like <laughs> to wrap it all up, I shouldn't be alive. And it's it's you're yeah, he, he, he can't really explain what the thing is he has a lot of trouble like he, he says things like you know it was in my mind's eye but it was like it was happening in an instant or the thing was all the way down the street but like i knew exactly where it was like all these really strange things and it was like he said yeah it was it wasn't really walking more like sh- kind of crawling and yeah, like here, wait let me let me read like a bit because there's a bunch yeah. of different ways he says the same thing okay i then became aware that what i was seeing in my mind's eye was actually happening outside the house and not just in my head which okay you okay. said outside the house so right that's this, like, what about that, in the room exactly that this beast was lurking outside at some distance from the house and progressively making his way closer to it next thing i was told by the voice was which i didn't know there was a voice at least in your mind's eye but okay he is looking for you and wants to kill you. I then saw his intent on him wanting to kill and destroy me, me specifically. I saw it in his mind. This right. is very hard to describe because of the speed of the information and the layers involved. Imagine two minds talking to each other by the speed of thought with no words, but all is seen and understood. So it's it's like a dream, I guess. It's just yeah. having like a pretty bad dream is what I'm thinking. So basically, but then all the, fundamentally... All so fundamentally, basically, what what he's trying to say is he's mind linking with a demon, you know. Yeah, this I, is. I would say he had a bad dream, but yeah, you also could see the mind linking with a demon aspect too. <laughs> well, so if you if you're mind linking with a demon in a dream, or you're mind linking with a demon out of a dream, you're still mind linking with a demon, is what I'm trying to say. You're saying it's inside your mind, but then it's also outside the house. Which is it? It can't be both. It's not in the room. You're either beaten or neglected. You cannot. You <laughs> cannot pick be both. both, which is. My, my mind's alarm was about to blow into high, full, wide-awake panic at the vision that was put into me by the one speaking to me. Yeah. When it then said, but don't worry, we are protecting you. You are stronger than he is. Don't be afraid. All this happened so fast. Then he says, now this is in parentheses, 
as I write that, as I wrote that, I tear up. Yeah. You have no idea how this hits me and what it means. You're right. We have no fucking idea. We have what no clue. Are you saying? Yeah. And it's, it's, you're right. They, they're really trying to explain something, uh, an experience that, yeah, we, we can't, we, nobody has like, even they're sort of confused with exactly what it was, you know, cause it felt some really, of the really paragraphs good. were good. Yeah. Like yeah. You said it was like good writing, but like, I'm like, I thought someone was going to die or like my yes. arm has been permanently burnt in this one spot forever or whatever. But he was just kind of like, if this was you know, his first has, script, like he turned this first script into the producer and they read it and they're like, okay, okay. We like it, but, uh, we're going to need you to add a girl with big tits. And we're gonna need you. Uh, someone's got to die somewhere along in there, and uh, that's it. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, there's gonna be, have to be a lot, a bunch of deaths. Right. He does close. He does close with, "I'm now 45, and I understand what happened to me at four much better than I did then." Well, yeah. thank you for clearing that up. You have 40 years to think about it. Yeah. Finally, getting uh, for a grasp. The, for the time being, that was the last time I saw him. So you'd think that was the last time you saw him at four, right? No. Until he came back. When I was about 15 or 16. Oh, okay, because I thought you just said right. you haven't seen him since you were four. Then more at 17 and so on for the rest of my adult life. Oh, so did you see him today? Like, what? Yeah, what is what is your concept of time? I don't understand. No, he never came back except 15, 16, and then that was it. And then 17 and then the rest of my life, but never again. Like, when I read that, I was thinking, like, he was looking at someone and they were like, their eyes were changing. And he was changing. He was like, so I'm 45, and I now understand. That was the last time I saw him. And they were losing interest until he came back. Oh, oh, oh. When I was 15, I'm getting them, getting them back, and then more. Oh, oh, losing them again. Wait, he, there's more. Oh, okay, now they're back. <laughs> my great uncle was touching me. That right. interests you. Funny enough, yeah, the de- yeah, and there's like this weird description of like the the demon thing, like closing its jaws around his head, and I think his if you if you had to ask. Uh, ask them what the climax was of of the story. It would be this angel thing that's like helping him and guiding him internally as well. But then like this this blue light that that's like a sword that like beams out of his head when this monster thing is like locking its jaws around his head and, and like eating his head. And this blue light blasts through. And that's kind of like uh, that. I think that's yeah what he's trying to would be his climax maybe, but it doesn't, it's just weird how it was written out. It, it does, doesn't come that way, you know? And then he, he keeps throwing in there that this isn't the whole story and that there's more. And it's just, uh, I don't know, man. What do you, what do you think if you, if we were to have this person on, we were to sit there and talk to them, what kind of person do you think we're talking to too? Um, I don't know. I think we'd get a big disjointed story about blue lights and red eyes and yeah, you know, a lot of personal details about where he's from and what he did. And what I grew up with. How, yeah. how real this really is and yeah. how re- how much he wishes we could understand what he was talking yeah. about. I just, and how, 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 and how words can't explain it. How many? I, I think writing is such a like basic thing that people want to do that I think we're going to get a lot of these. I people like it that, though. Yeah. Like that lady, for, that lady that we were just reading about was way different than this guy. Yes. This guy is like it's just a Saturday night or a Thursday night or whatever, and he's just like, oh yeah, I could let me write. This is like a little exercise for me. It's a little practice to to write about red demons and blue lights and something all that, to do. You know, yeah, that yeah. is that's something to do. That if you were just searching Craigslist because you know every once in a while you're like, eh, why not? And then you get caught up with that. I can see it. I could see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're we're I'm gonna reach out to a few people. I think 
uh, Dega is is like the that uh, definitely a good guest and a good poll. And uh, I don't know. Then I'll say his real. I mean, if you go to his website, you can see his real name, and that's all public stuff. And um, hopefully, he's got more stories than the one I just read because I uh, I kind of there's I kind of ruined the end. But at the same time, you you'll forget it by next week. It'll be good. So <laughs> no, he could be a fun guest. That yeah. guy Pablo could be a fun guest. Hey that, man, don't say his name. Good. No, okay. It's public record, baby. It's on the cast. Public record. It's, it's on the- there. So but this all gets sent to Manatee County in the morning, so it's all public record. And yep, and we do these things by the books, folks. And if everyone might remember uh, last week, I, I do. I think I mentioned on the Craigslist that I I posted another uh, call, like another another Craigslist ad to get people to call in and leave a voicemail, right? And man i can't remember if we if i recorded that separately or not but either way here's the thing i made another one uh to i made another post to get people to call in and the i just don't feel like the post was weird or crazy enough because it was like this uh covid help remember helping hands is what i called it I'm it was kind of crazy actually but you're right it might have been like it's there's enough people that would just think that that was a realistic thing yeah like so many people and now when i first did it like when I Wasn't first, it like fluffing pillows at a sorority house in the COVID shortage and we need people to come help young look, girls? If that that's what it was, then we would have good cause. So what I'm getting at here <laughs> is that it was, I think it was too, like it, it wasn't crazy enough. So people are taking it like they're call, like, this is a real thing. I'm calling in and I want, I can help this lady go grocery shopping while she stands there and tells me what to get and doesn't want to touch anything. And that's just, I guess the world is too crazy now because that's like a normal thing. However, when I posted that, every time I do this, because I'm really fishing that bottom of the barrel guy, because I put like a female photo on there. So the posts always look like they're coming from like some kind of female so that the guys, those, those, there's going to be somebody like calling in just trying to, oh, she's, yeah, I could do this job. I can totally, whatever you want, baby. And, um, (laughs) and then of course there's always some really freaky dude. So. Is that the voice you would put on when you're praying on Craigslist women? I'm curious because it sounds like that was telling. Yeah, I mean, that's hey, definitely... Hey, baby, whatever you, whatever you want, baby. Tried and true, tried and true. I know for a fact <laughs> all Craigslist girls love being called baby, even if you don't know them. So it's... And, and again, uh, not again because I haven't said it yet, but I always make sure to make it so they have to call and leave a message. And so this person's thing uh, was, please call and leave a message explaining why you might be a good fit, and I will call you back to discuss the job more. No texting. You can tell a lot from someone's voice, and answering the phone when a stranger calls is hard for me because I have social anxiety, right? So I put that on there. So it's just, it's and it was too run-of-the-mill. Wait, can they automatically text you from Craigslist if... You put the ad in, like there's automatically a number and it's going to be a cell number. Is that how that works? What do you mean? Well, you said no texting, but I mean, if you don't yeah, put so a cell what, number. Yeah, so well, I put my telephone number on there. The it's the, it's the the telephone number to the podcast. And I just want people to call. You know, I'm, so I'm trying to get as many people to call instead of just... Because most people, when they reach out to these ads, they text because that it, it takes away the whole social anxiety of actually having to like communicate with someone. Just words appear right. on your phone from, from a nothing, you know? Right. So, but everybody, there's always someone that's like, you know, you get a lot of guys that are trying to get, they're trying to get, you know, 
oh, okay, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to get with this girl. And then there's dudes that are like, oh, man, this is uh, always one of you going to come around. So this, I got a text almost immediately after posting it. I got a text, and the text said, hi, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> oh. And this is the voice of a guy that texts immediately when it says no text. As soon as he sees somebody asking for help to go out into public during this crisis and help with, like, getting groceries, he says, hi, I'm a white guy, 47. I will pay you to do a fetish. <laughs> That's all he texts, right? That's so fucking crazy. That's going to be like a bot, right? Is that like a dude's bot? No, so then, so then the, uh, I didn't say anything because... The way the, the the Skype is set up, I don't have text on Skype because that's the, the phone number of Road Soda is paid for through Skype. And if you want to start texting, you got to f- do more money. So I, uh, I don't have that. So I didn't answer the guy. And then he messaged back the next day. I will pay you to do a fetish. That's all he says. That like happens over and over though, doesn't it? it it's got to be like a bot. And I said, law what? I'm not really into that. So I so I, what happened was I was like all right I'll text him, paid for the paid for the uh, the extra little bit. <laughs> I was like all right you want to pay me to do a fetish? I paid for the extra little bit and then I started me- texting him back. Okay, lol what? I'm not really into that. And then he just and then he texts back, it's nothing sexual. Which first of all, that's all it is. That's like exact. That's all a fetish is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fetish. Is it's sexual? Am I, am I wrong, Greg? I, in my limited understanding of the term, yes, I'm thinking it's 100 percent sexual. You're only beaten or neglected. There's one or the one or the other is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you can only be one of those two things. And, uh, and then it and then it says it's nothing. That's a that's a good T-shirt, by the way. I think Road Soda needs to put out a T-shirt. Pick one, beaten or neglected. You can't have one. it both ways. Can't be both. And uh, I like yeah, that's a, that's a good T-shirt. It's nothing sexual. Uh, will you do a fetish? And so, yeah, so I, it said, yeah, he said it's nothing sexual. And then I didn't text back. The next day he texts again, will you do a fetish? Right. And I said, well, <laughs> what the fuck? I said, well, what is it? Right. He says, could you paddle me? Or if you smoke, could you smoke an ash in my mouth? And I know it's not. <laughs> Yeah. That's like the most complicated angle too. I don't want to like just grab you and throw you in my van. Yeah. But if you're like open to some weird shit, maybe you'll come to my house and no one's looking for you because you're pretty fucked up. Right. I gotta you know how it would be hard to paddle somebody and also ash in their mouth at the same time, you know? That's what I <laughs> yeah, Also re- remember that this guy is texting this to an ad for someone that's like Hey, I just need you to go to the store and get my groceries. And he's like, hey, <laughs> hey, that's cool. Uh, cool. Like, I'll pay you to ash in my mouth. I appreciate that he sends several texts to start saying, will you just, whatever, respond about my fetish. You think, you and think then he's. after. You think like, I said I need a tutor for my sixth grade math student. Well, again, I repeat, <laughs> would you do my fetish? <laughs> fetish like, yeah, just Stupid cutting through, just like deflecting everything. Fetish lady, fetish right here. <laughs> That's why I feel like it's a bot, but I don't. I mean, I, I think, guess now that you've gotten responses, I guess there is. An and also in his there. in the in that text right there, where, where can you paddle me if you smoke or whatever? He spells a lot of things wrong. So could there's a K? Uh, it's C O U K D. Like he missed the K, so I know it was typing. 
and then you, he spelled Y-I-U, so I know he was typing and missed the I and the U there. It's really hard. I can speak to this personally. It's really hard to text properly when someone's ashing in your mouth. Yeah. And if you're getting paddled as well, that also adds jo- to the challenge. It's jostling, you know? It and can it, be jostling, depending yes. on the paddler. Yes. And uh, then I... Um, <laughs> Then it, and then I didn't answer, and he said, you can ash my mouth. He said, could you do one of those things? I will pay you $60 for 15 minutes. You know, this turned around because I am out here offering money for help, but this guy came to me with a job? Well, this could work out because I want you to go into the grocery store for me and pick my items. I will paddle you in the public's parking lot and ash in your mouth. You give me the $60. You keep the $60 right. and then go select... $60 worth of items and everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. I think, you know what? I think we do have like a... a uh, the system works. It does. And, and this guy's an important cog. He says, uh, would you do one of those? I say, I don't think I feel comfortable meeting with you. And then and then I said, really? Ash in your mouth? Just because I really want to get in there and see what's going on. He said, would you ash in my mouth? We could meet in public. And uh, that's been the last Can text. Can I mail you some ashes and you eat them on your own? I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. See, I haven't texted back yet. <laughs> that's a good. That's good. This is why I'm bringing this up. I got, I got a buddy from Eastern Europe, and okay. he was a really good buddy of mine. Like, I knew him even before I knew Loved e- eating ash. <laughs> I think you're spelling that wrong. Are you saying ashes? Please respond. <laughs> <laughs> Will really make a difference in my in my response. No, uh, he's from Eastern Europe, and so I don't know if it's an Eastern European thing or just this guy, but he used to like to tip his ashes. We'd go to a bar. You remember way back, people could smoke in bars. I mean, in like the 90s, you know? You could smoke in bars in Florida. Well, absolutely, yeah, you're right. You, um, just bars. Liquor, liquor only, yeah. Liquor only, you're right. Uh, and you know what? Only. And those are the type of places I'm talking about. We'd go to like a place, music pounding, like a long bar, no food. Everyone just getting hammered, ashtrays. All everyone smoked all over the place, and he would always tip his ashes into a girl's drink. Or if she went to go pee, what? he would tip his ashes. In. Wait, and so because he thought it, there was some type of like magic. It just goes to show you every guy has like these crazy, fucking weirdo. Uh, what's the word that I'm thinking of? Like, he thought it was like a aphrodisiac. Oh, really? Yeah, because okay, well, you, you said ashes. he was from like the Ukraine or something, right? He was from Poland. He okay. was from Poland. And again, I'm not saying all if you ash, do this Greg, I don't know. If you ash, it No, but bring... wait. He didn't just think, by the way, that like if they got a bunch of ashes in their rum and coke, that they would like just be totally horny. I feel like he felt his ashes. Like he could walk around the bar and tip the ashes and they would be like, where is that guy? Right. Who's, who smoked this cigarette oh and my ashed God. into this rum and coke? He... It was fucking really weird. And it was like a good friend of mine. And you just overlook shit from people because you're like, I don't know. He's not a serial killer. He's like a regular guy. but Just ashes in people's yes, drinks, man. He thinks that's he gets something that we do have to overlook. <laughs> and I also never leave a drink around when he, when I take a piss. I'll tell you that. I'm taking my Because you'll end up waking up in his bed, Greg. You know, it's happened, dude. It's and it's like, I, I don't understand. You were smoking a lot and now I'm in your bed. No, it was Greg, like there was like a crazy thing that came over. It me. works every time, Greg. Every I, time I do it, I get laid. <laughs> and then you're like, "Yeah, but you you ashed in 100% of every girl's drink in the bar." I it happens. Dude, I had so you remember my Polish boss that I had? He uh did I tell you the story about how um the this lady's bike 
kept getting stolen. And then he's like, uh, you know what you have to do? And she's like, what? He goes, you have to curse your bike. And we're all like, <laughs> that's pretty funny. And he didn't laugh. He was just like, I'm serious. You have to curse your bike. That way, next time somebody steals it, they would get killed. And he's fucking dancing. <laughs> People believe that shit, dude. Dude, he, he did. People he said you had to shit. curse that bike. And I was like, jeez. He was, yeah, he was a great guy. But that's also uh, the, you know, Poland and the... Anyway, so that is our... Man, that was the Craigslist. Craigslist is a fun segment. We, were, we wound around a little bit there, but it was fun. And we're going to come back next week and we're going to try to get... Uh, try to get what's his name on the guy the artist we're gonna try Pablo. to try to get some more emails try to see what happens with that text go back and forth so there's a lot of stuff to look forward to you never know what comes out of Craigslist because geez it's like a gold mine in there anyway this episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Just Enough Yoga welcome to Just Enough Yoga where we teach you practical yoga for today's modern world. At Just Enough Yoga, learn everything you need for your Instagram stories and Facebook profile photos. Go into nature with confidence, knowing you can do the perfect scorpion pose in front of that mountain and even on a paddleboard. Don't waste your time with poses that aren't gonna help you obtain what you want. Purchase the class upgrade and enjoy a more intimate class session of only three to five students held at the local park. We have a professional photographer attend these classes and he's more than happy to use your personal device. Just Enough Yoga. A Popco brand. Millennial Book Club. Millennial Book Club. March bulimia chlamydia is the worst type of chlamydia. It's only active during the month of March, but it also makes your genitals, you know, regurgitate anything you put in them. So it's pretty bad. Greg's sister had it once. <laughs> She's going to get in her car with a special seat, a special chlamydia retardant seat pad, and she's coming to get you. I know. You know what? The only reason I said that is because I was being silent and nobody was making any noise. So I got uncomfortable and I said, hey, quick, say the say the thing. When I, see, when I hear March, I always think like that's what they do now. They do like a March. And I was thinking bulimia, chlamydia. Yeah. Is, is like, does maybe bulimia like kick off chlamydia sometimes you know like when women do i don't know like they don't eat any iron or they don't eat any whatever too much chapstick or whatever sets off an imbalance too much chapstick is there, huh is there such a thing as the march for bulimia induced chlamydia, chlamydia? yeah yeah all the heaving <laughs> you know <laughs> it, it just brings a pressure that sucks random yeast into the clam yes thus instilling a chlamydia you know, it's folk chlamydia. It's not real yeah. chlamydia, but it's yeah. similar enough so that they call the march mm -hmm. the march for bulimia-induced chlamydia. I've been to those marches. I went to one of those marches once. My mother had it. <laughs> you can always tell. You can always tell who's supported and who's a victim. 
by the way they march. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of an itchy, kind of an itchy <laughs> it's kind of gate. A, it's a different march. You look like you got the chlamydia gate. The bulimia chlamydia gate. <laughs> I, this is the millennial book club. And we're just fucking watching Netflix. This week, we were watching, or we did watch, Trial by Media, which was pretty good. Uh, I think it's like number... Wait, it was Trial by Media? Yeah. Fuck, dude. I went off the blurb last week, and I watched a program called Trail by Media, which was probably Mm. different, but I guess we're just going to go along and see how it worked out. Oh, really? So the blurb was spelled wrong, is what you're trying to say? I'm an yeah. Is that your low-key way of telling me that I misspelled the blurb? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could just send these things in a text. <laughs> oh, wait. Let me guess. It wasn't you. Was it your... Uh, did your brother-in-law tell you that I spelled it wrong? <laughs> no. Like you did actually, last time? I actually spent quite a bit of time because I guess I got a little too deep into the booze when we were taping because I don't even remember you picking the NBC. You didn't so know. I was like... I literally can sometimes sit there and stare off into a cloud and say, let me go back. What was it that we went over? And I go, oh, yeah, it was that thing with that guy. It was this thing. It was and I was like, I was like so nothing. I'm like, was I even there? Yeah. And then I listened to the app, not realizing that you put it in the blurb, which is very nice, by the way. It's all right there in the blurb. I do it every and, app, uh, man. I listened to like most of the app. I was going to listen to it anyway, but I was listening to it with the purpose of what is the NBC. And then I finally got to it. And as I hit the button to go, all right, I got to go watch it. The blurb popped up and I went, oh shit, it said it right there. There's always an easier way if you pay attention. <laughs> yeah, but it hasn't been a common, it, it, the, so I put this week's like what we discuss and then what next week will be. And, and I've been doing that for maybe the last 10 to 15 episodes. So it's not like a recent thing. And, but it is, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it's a nice thing. So you wouldn't have ever known because a lot of times the the blurb is like one sentence and it's just like hey you know go check out uh this episode so this one was yeah trial by media in our modern media landscape where real courtroom dramas have increasingly been transformed into a form of entertainment this series reflects on some of the most dramatic and memorable trials in recent history and the very first one is one that I have no idea about. I've never heard about. Uh, but it was it was about the, um, the what was it? Sally, Jesse, no, no, Jenny. Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones, a guy that, that uh, killed his friend after getting, three days after getting off the Jenny Jones show. And, yes. um, yeah. So we're, did you, did you re- remember that actually happening? I did remember it. I didn't remember it specific enough to that. It was the Jenny Jones show or what year. But when they started talking about it, I went, oh, I definitely remember that. That was a big deal. I was out of high school two years when that happened. And I mean, I did not really watch a lot of those shows. I think that was kind of before Jerry Springer even, by the way. So I think because right, because when was Jerry Springer on? Like late 90s? No, I mean, they made it seem like all that shit was at the same time. Well, there is a bunch of that shit that's on, but hold on. While we're talking, I'm going to look and see when Jerry Springer was on. Um, but I, I feel like, and if it was, it was like fairly new, so it wasn't so such a big reference, you know? Yeah. I mean, I didn't... Because... The, the, I didn't remember it happening. I mean, obviously it happened when I was alive, but I just... 
you know, if they did a little segment on it on like the evening news and my parents were watching, I was never in the room. But I've on heard way about off, it was on from ninety one. So yeah, Jerry Springer was on. I guess it just wasn't as maybe I just don't remember it like that. I I'm thinking of a time when the daytime talk shows were more like Jenny Jones and Maury and like Povich. Maury Povich. Yeah, that was yeah. a big one. And that that's the thing. I think J- Jerry Springer was just in a, it was a different league, you know? Like yeah. it was the crazy circus league. Whereas they were all crazy and they all had like they were all trying to rile shit up, but like at at Maury's place, there was bodyguards standing around in the place for a reason, you know? <laughs> like bouncers like at on set. Yeah, but see, here's the thing with that, though. I told you this a while ago, I think, and I, it might have been on an app, but I used to drive for a car service, and I used to do a lot of – I lived in Maine, and the car service operated out of Maine, and a lot of times we would drive the car down to Boston to pick people up at Logan, the airport in Boston, to bring them back to Maine because it was cheaper to take the car service than to get that flight that has the extra leg to bring you right to Portland. You know, it was like – Depending on how things shook out, it was just a little cheaper. And, and it might even have been quicker, too, because you don't have to wait for a flight. It's only like an hour and a half drive. So I would do yeah. that drive a lot. And I remember one time taking people in this big, long car, and it was two people. I was like, these don't seem like the type of people that are paying for this car service themselves. Isn't that a limo? Like a wedding. Isn't a big, long car airport. a limo? <laughs> it was a big limo. Yeah, it was like you a 30 friggin' six-footer. You can... And they're like, wait. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. We're kind of like off because I feel like there's something with the settings where I'm talking and then I'm like, I feel like we're a little off. We'll get it. So I'm driving this car and the girl in the car and it's a girl and a guy. This is kind of pre-cell phone too where not everyone had cell phones. They didn't. I don't think that I did. This was probably like 2005. So people had them and stuff, but not everybody. I didn't. So they're just kind of twiddling the thumbs back there, chatting. And then she comes up. She goes, you want to know what we're taking the car down to the airport for, where we're flying to? I went, yeah, yeah, sure. And she goes, we're going to Chicago. You want to know why? It was like a big guessing game. We're going on the Jerry Springer show. And I was like, really? I was like, what do you do to get onto the Jerry Springer show? She said, well, I, d- I had a boyfriend. I think, I think the thing she was on was she had dated a guy and then broke up with him and then dated the brother. That was supposed to be what she was doing. Right. She's like, but, but I broke up with the brother and we're not even like amicable. But that happened after they, you know, I, I sent my shit in like I wanted to be on it. And they said, hey, we're doing that show. You want to be on it? And she said, absolutely. And then she said, but I broke up with the guy, so I can't do it. They said, we don't give a shit. Just bring someone, and that's your whole ruse. <laughs> the, so I, so I, I was like, you wow, want- that's awesome. How much do they pay you? She's like, well, they don't pay us anything, but they're flying us to Chicago. And I'm like, and they're paying for this car. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. I was yeah. like, how long is Chicago? She's like, just for tomorrow. And then tomorrow night we fly back. I went. Well, that doesn't sound so fucking great all of a sudden. And, yeah. But she's like, but they're putting us up in a hotel. I'm like, okay. I like no money or anything. She's like, no, but they're going to feed us tomorrow and they're going to fly us both ways and we get to go to Chicago. For a day. For a day. And they were fakers. So I remember thinking like, I get it. That makes sense. So there's no one actually like out to kill people. But when I saw this thing, I was like, I guess not every single show does that. You know, Jerry Springer knows he's getting into some wild shit. And he's like, yeah. we can't always have the actual people go doing it because people will be getting killed. Yeah, because you know <laughs> exactly. We've seen this it happen in '95. This this trial here, where this kid killed. So he was brought on to the first episode that we're talking about here. He was brought on to a Jenny Jones show. Yeah, and he was told, uh, "You have a secret crush," and the producers say it's a guy or a girl. But I mean, it's '95, so he was like, "Okay, I can't wait to meet, meet. I can't wait to meet the girl." Right. Then they bring him out, and it's a guy and a girl, and like very quickly they just drop it on him. 
Yeah. They're like, it ain't her that has a crush. It's me. And he's like, oh, God, you guys. He yeah. didn't seem like he was all that freaked out. He was wicked embarrassed. Well, I mean, he knew that like guy. I mean, they, he knew those people. They were friends of his. He hung out with them a lot. And that. I don't think he hung out with the guy. I don't think he hung out with the guy. He knew the guy, but it felt like he hung out with the girl. Right. And the girl knew the guy, but the guy didn't hang out with the guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they, but they knew definitely each knew each other. I don't know. I feel like in 1995, it was a different world, and it would have been a much bigger deal. Like, you could have that happen right now, and people would be much more comfortable with it, because I think gay is such a less uh, crazy thing than it was. You know, even 20... I mean, dude, it was, like, completely illegal, and people were, like, in the streets about protecting marriage and shit. Do you remember any of that type of stuff before any of it was legalized, like, in the beginning of the 2000s? Well, I mean, that, I mean, that guy was pretty open about it on the show. Like, he seemed pretty comfortable. They all seemed pretty comfortable with them being gay on the show. Well, yeah, I mean, the gay guy was. But I don't think a right. lot of... I mean, hell, there's still a I lot mean, of technically gay people that are not comfortable gay, that being kid, out. I guess that's a little bit more personal. But yeah, there's probably a much higher percentage of gay people that are okay and that can be out and all that. Right. But in 95, I mean, it doesn't seem like a long time ago, but it was a very long time ago in terms of, you know, gay acceptance. Right. We didn't even have L or B or T or Q. No, it was or just the, the G. Sign. We had just the G back in my day. It was no, no Z and Zer and Zeus. It was just it was just us and the Gs. You That's know what right. I'm saying? I mean, there was. I think it was like pocketed areas. There's some places like that was it. It was super accept- acceptable. That's like where all these people went. And I mean, if you wanted to get married and shit, that was one thing. But I think by the 90s, people were like, I mean, when did Queer Eye come out? <laughs> all right. It's like, well, there's been I think stuff. It was, there's been like cultural stuff because yeah. you know there's certain groups, like you said, there's pockets that are super into it, and it and it has a uh, a factor on you know if, of entertainment that anybody can get into, whether you're right. into it or you're like anti it, and you just want to like hate on it. Yeah, because but that, that guy, I mean, so so and, and then you know, so he finds out that he's gay, and then uh, or not, he just, he doesn't find out he's gay, but he finds out it's the guy that has a crush on him, like you were saying. And then I guess they hang out that night, like there in that wherever town they were before they had to go home. Well, no, they flew back. They got flown to Jenny Jones. They like flew yeah. home together. Well, I mean, then towards they went the to end, a bar they, together. they went to a bar together. Yeah. Oh, so it was that was already after they were home. I thought it was like the the immediate night after. No, I think they flew home together, and then okay. they went to a bar together. Yeah. And then they they were it was amicable. Like nothing happened that first day, but it seems like. Maybe it's hard to say, and you know, blame is such a sketchy thing in something like this. Because who's to say? I don't know. I mean, it's always easy to say a dude that killed someone is in the wrong. Yeah, that seems pretty obvious. Yeah, but like then it's like, well, how, you know, was there any culpability on the show or on him, on the gay guy or anyone else? You know, I mean, I mean, it's definitely not on the show. I think he was only twenty-four. The dude that did the shooting was only twenty-four. Okay. So you're pretty. Try you that try to, That's a legal adult, sir. That's a legal adult. I don't that think the show can be. I don't think the show is culpable. Even Listen, in the he slightest. was performing wrestling maneuvers with a friend, and he, although he was only eight years old, uh, how much did he weigh? He weighed one hundred and forty-five pounds. And I would like to present to you, <laughs> legal adult. Could he friend. drive a? Could he drive a Lamborghini? Could he? <laughs> legal adult. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, yeah, he, uh, you know, he he. Clearly, he had a rough life. That kid had like a rough life growing up. His dad was like, beat beat gay out of him, 
from what I could tell in the second trial. Honestly, this thing was just a really genius move by the uh, Warner Brothers network because they were like, well, let's do this and let's make it a, oh yeah, let this guy file a case against us because then we're going to put it on our own court TV and like just see how big we can get it. <laughs> and dude, they, right. they made they made out like bandits because they knew in two months after that they were going to file like, they had the real lawyers. You think the real lawyer they put out on court TV Dude, all they had like fucking real ass lawyers that they were <laughs> ready with with like federal court shit. Like, are you kidding me? They're not fucking liable for this shit. And they filed for appeal. Nobody made any of their money except for Warner Brothers. They made out like fucking bandits, dude. But yeah, as they far did. as them People like, gobble that court TV shit. Up. Yeah, and 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 uh, no matter what though, like, because the kid had like there was they they showed that clip where the guy was like. A few of them were like, I don't know if they had sex, but like one person was like, nah, I'm pretty sure they had sex that night. And that kid was just, he was a little light in the loafers. You know, he was 24, he was single, he was, but he probably was, uh, uh, he was also like bipolar and shit. I mean, there was a lot going on for that I poor did, guy. I do remember one thing they recounted where the kid skipped school and his dad Be- caught him and brought him back into school. <laughs> remember what they said? I was like, yeah. I, at first, when I'm listening to the stuff, I'm like, they always trump it up. The dude's probably not that crazy. Nah. Everyone has a dad like, that's literally like, <laughs> he was on the stand. Well, he was I t- grabbed him by a hair and I took my belt off and I whooped him. He needs to skip. And they were like, did you do that right in front of the class? He's like, well, yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, dude. Jesus. I'm on the stand. What do you want me to tell him? Whipping him. And I said, hey, who's that? Is that the kid that you hang out? All right. Yeah, he looks like a cool kid. Is that the girl you like? Whip, whip, whip. Yeah. All right, now you stay in school, boy. This ain't gonna fuck nothing up for you. Yep. And then he told, and then, and then when he was on the stand in the second trial, apparently he <laughs> he told his son after he found out that that guy liked him that he had to go kill him. <laughs> so, he's like, "Did you say well, that?" And he's like, "Yep, I said that." Yeah. Crazy. I mean, that's and then well. Yeah, I mean, did he did he full on say that? I mean, I, I guess. I mean, they that that's what the, the they were saying. I mean, you saw the part. Yeah. And when I mean, he was on I, the stand, he's like, you, you know, did say that, and he's like, yeah, I I said, to, and then he finished the sentence. He's like, I said to go kill him. That's what you got to do. And then and then somehow at the end of that trial, uh, Warner Brothers was the one, not the Warner Brothers, but like the TV network was the one to like be wrong. It's like, dude. How could it not be that? It's It just shows how much sway... I mean, that's what this whole thing is about, is how much sway the media has or how much influence it has over a case. It just blurs the entire thing. And and it's not just like court cases. I mean, it's just... It's, it's like all of reality. I think this is a really good thing to watch because of that. I think it's a good thing to, to think about is how much of your reality is being blurred by the media that you absorb because... Yeah. It's I mean, very all-encompassing. Like, you can't escape it. No. Especially, especially now. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. And and it's supposed to, the place that it's supposed to be the most out of, the place where it's supposed to be, like, tried by a, a peer, um, by a jury of your peers, you know. But then all those peers fucking go home at night. They watch the trial on court TV that they're a part of. They get, and they go back in the courtroom, like, as if they weren't actually sitting in the courtroom. It was like they just went home and watched the TV. And took their opinion from that. It's like, dude. Well, you know, you're supposed to like recuse yourself from uh, whatever they call it, like Man, isolate this is yourself from, <laughs> you know, from the stuff. I don't know. Have that, you seen some of those? Not t- everyone's gonna do that, but yeah. some people will. 
yeah. know? Not at least half half the jury's got to more than half. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Louis V's Pizza and Sometimes Pasta. Come on in to Louis V's Pizza and Sometimes Pasta. Both the best pizza available after 3 a.m. Try our new specials. We got the beach bum. That's a large pie with anchovies and pineapple. Or the gluten tolerant. That's a large pie with no cheese, no sauce. And even more popular, the once a month. That's a large pie, no crust, no cheese. We, we put spoons in the box. I don't know who's buying these, but we, we got the order so many times, we had to, you know, we had to put it on the menu. When you want a pie and there ain't no pie, there's always Louis V's pizza and sometimes pasta. We got a strict no delivery policy on the once a month. Uh, the back seat of my driver's car looks like a crime scene. God forbid he gets pulled over. But I, I, yeah. the second one started... Uh, that one was about the vigilante, the subway vigilante, which I wasn't alive at the time, I think. But I do remember it because it was, I've heard it talked about a couple different times. They made the movies with Charles Bronson, Death Wish. Death Wish. I believe those are inspired by that. Yeah, yeah, they were talking about that on the thing. I only watched about half of it. And um, yeah. I wish I would have watched. Wish I got through the whole thing. I'm really interested to see what the what the rest of these are, because, you know, these are things that when they become big media sensations, like we remember them. I wonder if there's like an, you know, I'm sure the last one's probably going to be like O.J. Simpson or something, you know. I don't know. Or like Ferguson. Maybe. Uh, when that kid got the kid with the hoodie got shot. Yeah. Yeah, that might, that might be one. You know. Could Never be. How about in Florida, our own backyard? There could be the one, the kid. Um, oh, I should totally remember his name. The kid that got shot right in the, right in the guy's yard. Uh, he was in like the little neighborhood. The guy. The, yeah, that's the one I guy. just saw. Yeah, Ferguson, right? So, no, no, not Ferguson. The, the, that was Ferguson, Missouri. Is the that just happened thought, like last year? I thought the kid's last name. I thought the kid's name was like Ferguson. Oh, so you're thinking of the one in Florida? Yeah, yeah. No, I thought kid, the kid's name was something. No, no, no. It was like the guy that shot him, maybe. His name was like, like something Gonzalo. I thought his Angelo name. Gonz- yeah, I don't remember, man. <laughs> Somebody remembers. Anyway, that could be one. I would say that. Uh, but how do you feel about the? You know, what would you say as far as like on the list? How does this rank? How does it rank for you? Um, you know, it was kind of like a history show, History Channel type of show. It's cross between. History Channel, like an E! True Hollywood Story or something like that. You know, and there's a place for those. If it's done well, and it wasn't done poorly, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't, like, great, but it wasn't bad. It kept my interest. The, I only watched the first one because I just was like, I get it. They're just going to try and... They didn't, I don't think they did a good job, by the way. It's called Trial by Media. My issue with it was that they weren't really doing a good job of, I don't know, of, of holding the fucking media to any accountability. They were just showing yeah. you cases where the media was involved in a fucking crime potentially yeah 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 so it's like why the fuck would you what they really just should have called it trials involving the media entertainment or something <laughs> media trials that were in the media media trials no yeah we'll we'll work on it yeah because yeah, you're fucking, right it's called shit that net and shit in netflix's closet that they just fucking put a label on and fucking blew out there. Exactly. And it's number like five on the top top ranked right now. 
Netflix could totally just do that too. They could just start calling it Docu Project Number A Four Seventy Nine. Just fucking watch it, you fuckheads. It was huge. Put it out right there. <laughs> Put it on, you fucking cheap fucks. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, this totally could be like five episodes of uh, like completely different shows that they just re-edited into a. I just imagine like a shit house executive at Netflix getting on. You turn your Netflix on instead of the nice little organized bar, just a dude in an old 80 suit with a nice snifter and he's sucking on something. He's like, you fucking idiots. You'll do whatever the fuck we tell you. Don't touch your remote. I'm going to put on what the fuck. I, don't touch me. Hold on. I'm going to put the fucking what they want on. You fucking watch what I tell you to watch. Get the one with fucks. OJ Simpson. Get the one with OJ Simpson out there. Put that. No, watch this one. It's me taking a piss in an expensive suit that you idiots bought. Just watch it. <laughs> Fucking fucks. So the next Netflix original we're going to watch <laughs> <laughs> is actually, uh, yeah, you didn't rank it. Where'd you put it? Uh, I would say watch it if you've got nothing else to do. Watch it yeah. if you're in a period of national quarantine. There you go. It's a new and rank. Just watch one of them. It's right in the middle. Pick one you like and just watch one because you won't want to watch two. That's yeah. my special rating for this one. Special rating, but as far as the message, I think you. I 100% agree with you. Yeah, that I, I thought they were gonna really like look how the media is fucking things up when it comes to these trials. Like there shouldn't be this this type of thing shouldn't be going on. But yeah, you're right. It was just all kind of involving it. I think that's a good perspective to have and to always think about that kind of stuff. And I think watching shows like this can kind of, oh, yeah, holy shit, look how that this affected, the media affected the outcome of that. That's really crazy. We, we are so interconnected on so many levels as a people, like at yeah. this time in history, that there's no way you can say, I'm me. I'm doing my own fucking thing. I'm a rogue. I mean, you're either making a choice to connect further into shit yeah. or you're making a choice to, like, step away from certain shit. But you still have cues and like I remember this sums it up perfectly for me this is a realization I had where I'm just having a baby for the first time we're talking in 2005 so like in the run up to that uh, people at work are like oh your life's gonna change and da 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 and we were talking about something and there's a guy that had a bunch of daughters and he kept having kids because he wouldn't have a son he would never admit that but yeah, <laughs> Jake we all know you had fucking seven kids and the, the boy was gonna be the last if you had a boy second you would have had fucking two That's kids right. but anyway he was like I said, you know, I don't understand what the Disney bullshit is all about, dude. Like, kids get into that shit. I'm just not going to get my kids into that. And I'm going to, like, just keep myself out of the whole loop. And he just looked at me with such a, like, you're such an idiot. He was like, oh, yeah, no, that's that's a great plan, dude. So you're not going to, like, put him in public school or probably any schooling of any sort, right? So, yeah, that's fucking bulletproof. And I was like, and that was like, the first, I feel so stupid that I was like, I don't know, 30 before I recognized that. But I was like, yeah, fuck, huh? There's really no escape. Like your kids are going to be socialized by the kids that are around them. Yeah, it's like a, it's kind of a powerless feeling because you realize you are an influence on your kids, and it could be a very small one. Even though you're feeding <laughs> and clothing and like constantly trying to like direct and shape them. Yeah, they are with a bunch of kids. My kids were out of uh, like home. You know, like they they came out of the hospital. My wife took a little bit of leave. She was a realtor, actually, at the time we had both the kids when they were real young. So she took a little time off, but we're talking like six, eight weeks or something. And then they were in daycare by like three months old. They were both in like a legit daycare for like a chunk of the day. When they're really little, you can't put them in, you know, pick them up at like five. Put the put the car seat out by the curb. I'll be there at like 530-ish. Yeah. 
you know, when they're real little, it's a little tighter, but they're still with other kids. Like, as soon as they can start running around and shit, they're with other kids. And by the way, I feel like that's the best way to do it. Oh, for like, sure. The, you, no matter how much of a gung-ho, you know, scrapbooking, uh, homeschooling mom you are, you are not as exciting to any kid as 12 of their peers that they can watch and be like, holy shit, that kid can do that. I'm his size. Can I, I can do that. Fucking A. Yeah. I can do it better than that fucking kid. I'm going to shove that kid. He has no shit. Exactly. You know, it's just it's just so much better, I think, for the kids. Plus, I like to say, because I had this neighbor that was like this real Christian uh, fundamentalist guy, one of the nicest guys in the world, by the way. But every once in a while, we'd be sitting out by the campfire. He was like the neighbor of my neighbor, and we'd bump into each other sometimes. And I remember one time he was out there, and I'm all hammered. He brought over his guitar, and we're, play, we're hanging out at the fire, and he was like, who's, who's raising your kids, though, man? Who's My kids all got raised by my wife. And I'm like, well, fuck you, dude. What is your wife, some fucking super lady? You know what yeah. I mean? That's good for you. But my kids are getting raised by like their peers and learning <laughs> all kinds of lessons and stuff. Plus, all the little sicknesses and shit, they get out of the way when they're real little. Yeah. I mean, if they, if they were deathly illnesses, then I'd be like, well, shit, we got to keep the kids out of school. But it's not. It's just like colds and fucking diarrhea and all the shit that you get when you're a little kid from meeting germs. If you homeschool your kid until they're like five and then you put them into the public school system... They're going to fucking be, miss a bunch of school, yeah. like when actual shit's happening. Yeah. You know? So yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I, they I, need, for me, they need to be... I've always... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine, man. Continue. No, we're having like... A, like every time I feel like you're... It, it's like cutting off. You're like... It's, no, that's, well, just that's just me stopping because you're, you're still rolling. So. Discuss this. We're still rolling. I'm just rolling right through, motherfucker. Yeah. You talk, I'm rolling. That's what... Yeah, I, I was just tagging on to things. I was I didn't really have anything uh, to say. Just you know, yeah, kids need to be pushed uh, pushed into the mud a little bit, get a little dirty, so they you know they not uh, sick all the fucking time, and they raised in in an environment. It's like Lord of the Flies kind of thing. They raised by their peers, just let them go out there and it really is dude. figure America all that shit a out. Three hundred million person Lord of the Flies. It really is because my whole point with all that little kid stuff is. It doesn't stop, man. You kindergarten, first grade, fifth grade, ninth grade. You get out of high school, you're still in that same stretch of like, I'm looking to my peers to see what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to react. You know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And and it just never ends. Whereas I think like a hundred years ago, or definitely like two hundred years ago, you had a much smaller sphere. We weren't doing the tribal thing, but I don't know. Like if you lived on a farm or in a rural area, you only knew like ten people. Yeah. You know, and like half of them are chicks because like your mom and your sisters and your aunt. So you only have like, I don't know, out of the 35 people that you know, 10 of them you see very regularly. Four of them are women. One of them is your dad. You got like four people that you can like model, you know, so it, which actually makes you more of a fully formed idea because you got to fucking fill in more blanks for yourself. Or maybe, you know what I'm saying? maybe you're just those four people, man. That hey, that's a theory too, man. There's only I like think, six I think people. people back then were just uh, really, really fucking boring. Haven't you ever listened to the dollop when somebody was coming through town like <laughs> juggling? Everyone was like planning for weeks around the juggler and shit like that, you know? Well, no, hey, Lincoln's so body's though. coming that's to town. Isaiah Everybody, 2020, like I, entertainment is such a big deal. Yeah, like in life, there's so many like times that like I find myself fighting with this all the time. Am I putting shit in my ears so I don't have to like? Sit in silence? Yeah, for sure. Sit in silence and like, <laughs> and be fucking retrospective and be like, am I doing the right thing? Yeah. And then I go, fuck it. Let me just put on a podcast and pretend like I'm multitasking 
Yep. And just blow through another five days. And I go, holy shit, is it already Memorial Day? <laughs> holy shit, is it already fucking next Christmas? Holy fuck, are they putting dirt on me? Hold on. That's right. I wanted to watch some more Netflix. I had some shit to say. But back then it was just, let me see that juggler. Because I've been staring at the horse's ass for the last five years while I plow these fields. and My, you know I what? just listened to Mike Myers on uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, which I love Mike Myers. And he was yep. talking about how in Ireland or in Scotland... There's only six people. He was like, he he did the premiere to Austin Powers 2, not the big one. Yeah. But I guess after he made money on the first one, they're like, all right, you can make some choices. He went, I want to go to my premiere of the second one in Scotland. And he was like, it's not a place where they do shit like that, you know? And he said, I feel like there's six different people in Scotland. He's like, and I'm just one of them. So when I'm doing this premiere, he said, this when it hit him. He's like, I'm looking at the mayor. The mayor gets up before the screen and starts talking. He goes, holy fuck. Like, I look exactly like that dude. That is like, there was a cop, like, directing me. He's like, holy fuck. There's like 90,000 Mike Myers fucking dead on in, in fucking proximity. <laughs> Wait, you said juggler too, and he said his dad. You, you ever see, um, well, he does his dad in uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. I don't know if you ever saw that by any chance. It was a little too I think early I for did. You. I think I did see that movie. Yeah. He literally marries a lady that wants to. He thinks that she's like a killer because he's reading all the tabloids. Yes. And there's a lady that's like all these different, she's murdering her husband, so he thinks it's her. And he does his own dad, and he's super fucking funny. Uh, but he said anytime he's in a restaurant and somebody, he's, his dad is like the guy that's always performing to like nobody. Right. Like those are the best guys because they're just like, I don't care if you get it or you're on board or what, I'm just fucking doing my thing. And he said every time you hear plates or something drop in a restaurant, he'd always yell, fire the juggler. What is it? Which fire is, the juggler? Fire yeah. the juggler. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is a dad stick, dude. <laughs> he's just he's got a th- he's got like ten of those. Uh, in any yeah, he's gonna lie for everything. Exactly. Yep. He used it a hundred times, and the kids are all like, "Oh God, that's so lame." We've heard it a thousand. But someone else is like, that's a fucking... I, yep. I heard it for the first time the other day, and I was like, that's a fucking great That's one. what he lives for. It. He lives for the guy he, that hears it the first time. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta live. Yeah. And you just kind of... And, and you live your life just waiting on those little cues, on those little... Well, are you waiting? You're not waiting. You're not waiting, but, but you're mean, primed but and ready. Are, you're I, cocked I and you loaded. What, if, if there's anything that you and I have in common, it is that we both... And I feel like I'm so... I feel so sorry. I feel like I'm cutting you off because the way my audio is coming... It's like you're like, so you're going to have to maybe just give me an extra syllable and I'll shut up. I I mean, I'm saying whole sentences, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying whole things. It's the audio. It's not me. I'm not any more uh, of a a ball hog than I normally am. Ball hog. So wait. wait, What I want to say was we're not waiting. You and I, I think we're on the same page in that we're not waiting for it, but like. It is, it is something when you get, like, a good oh, yeah. reaction on your – just your same old bullshit that you just throw – because it's you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're not, like, actors building an IMDb, but we're, like, living and we're just trying to, you know, amuse people. And there's, like yeah, – I, I enjoy that, dude. Back, it's like, back like in, like, the, like, like, 500 years ago, we would be the, the funniest people in the village. We would be, like, the most popular fucking people in the village. And we would have never met because we would have never left our villages and, like, walked all that way. We just would have – been hanging around in our villages. Shit, we could have uh, been the it, mayors. A, a long time ago, I probably would not have been able to be me, you know, because I would just been put in that strong man, long dong fucking category, and I would have to live out that life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, you know, in 2020, I do get to kind of fuck around and, yeah. you know, 
I do enjoy it. We, I am glad um, that we, there's, there's a lot of people like us, I think, because I think 20th century America, I'm sorry, 21st century America, like cordons people off so that we're all completely useless except in like our two fucking professional type functions and like our three fucking hobbies. And most of our, one of our hobbies is fucking absorbing the fuck out of entertainment. Yep, and media and watching it destroy how, how a court case is supposed to go. You see that? Yeah, and see, we feel accomplished because we're like, I ripped through that whole series. Yep. That's like something people say and it just breaks my heart. It's like, what do you do this weekend? Oh, I fucking muscled through. I powered through thought, season four, five, and six of The Office. Oh, get this guy a medal. There he were times, there were times I thought I couldn't do it, Greg. But you know what? I got this little contraption. I just now, never say quit. I never say quit. Sometimes I pass out, but I never quit. I'm always there in spirit in that couch. I'm always there. I bought diapers for this one. But diapers. That's not that funny. <laughs> That's not. Well, uh, next. Hey, so this one, this show, we'll put in, you know, what's it called? Watch it Trail if it's by there. Media. Watch it if it's there. Trial by media. Watch if it's there. And then uh, next week, we're going to, or during this week right now, we're going to be watching Dawson's Creek episode three. God, just it's my favorite episode. It's when the when the when the show finally clicks. If you really want to be with us, watch it twice. Watch it twice. Uh, this uh, this week will be Formula One. Drive to survive. So, just in case there were uh, any females listening, if if there were any any still listening, now there's none because now this is just strictly it's all guy time, baby. Formula One, drive to survive. Be next week. Drive to survive. Uh, let me pull up the actual thing, and you can uh, you can if you have you know something to say about what we just said about trial by media you can send that to road soda mail at gmail.com that's road soda mail at gmail.com or you can call in 706-200-1213 leave a message we will play it let's see uh yeah so Formula One drive to survive. The drivers, managers, and team owners in Formula One live life in the fast lane. <laughs> ah, right. Oh, that's itself. a pun. That's a pun, but I bet it's very pertinent because I, I know that car racing is about speed. You know what? I think there's two types of people: people that have never seen an actual car race live, right? That just joke about it, like this is so stupid. You yep. want to fucking watch cars? Because I know this because I was one of those people. And then my uncle, who's like a really good mechanic, he's one of those guys that was a good mechanic since he was like a little kid, fixes anything. And he got into like car racing, not like fucking you know NASCAR shit, but like you know in New Hampshire they have like a few little uh, I don't drag know what they strips. call them like what race tracks, just drag strips. Exactly. But I was gonna say like you know semi pro or semi private or I don't know how that shit gets funded. I guess. Because I just don't think they do enough racing to keep it open. But I don't know. They're there. And, like, there's shit going on. And, like, the popcorn and hot dog guys and beer guys. Fucking, yeah, the beer guys A YouTube guy owns ours now. Did you know that? Who does? Some YouTube guy who does uh, uh, just car stuff. Where's so, our racetrack? Um, it's, uh, like, Palmetto. Oh, shit. That, okay. that area? That would make perfect it's like, sense. It's like Bradenton Palmetto. Yeah, at one point, it was uh, Bubba the Love Sponge owned it, I believe. It was, like, the Bubba Raceway. And then uh, it was 
something it else. It just must be such a money losing fucking thing. Even though, well, how much does it really cost? It just must lose so much fucking money. Well, at, right now it's going to be making this guy fucking boatloads of money, and because he's going to be recording all of his shit there, and then he's also going to do shows there. So, and I'm sure he'll be able to pack the house a little better than bubble the love sponge because he's got but when you go to one of these my whole point for this was when you go to one of these car races and my uncle was racing like they were just like modified street cars and when i say modified i mean piece of shit cars it wasn't a demolition derby but they had so many cars on the track that at the starting line like say the track was four car i can't remember if it was three or four or five cars across but they pretty much were exactly as many cars across as you could fit and there was so many cars in this race to start it was more than half of the track of cars (laughs) I fucking swear to god and like 12 Uh, people would finish it was like they'd start and you'd be like nervous like oh my god the guys that started are going to hit the guys that haven't gotten to start yet but they'd figure it out and it would just be like a mass of fucking cars and then a bunch of cars would just shit the bed right off because they're like oh fuck I'm fucking going to put gas in it Right. We got so fucked up yesterday, <laughs> ran out of gas. Then the guy, guy would hit him. Four more guys would hit that. Guys would pull the cars off. I remember going to watch my uncle, and I was like, this is, like, amazing to me. Because, A, the guys that are actually racing, they're not doing, like, 25 miles an hour. Dude. They're doing, no. like, 105, yeah. 110, 150 miles an hour. It's a visceral – I'm using that again on two straight podcasts. Oh, it's shit. a visceral experience. When you're sitting there watching two or three cars super close to each other fly by you at even 100, I can't imagine – like going to like an actual car race and be right there. But I know that it would be fucking like hair raisingly fucking cool to see two cars doing 180 something miles an hour, fucking 10 inches from each other. You oh, know, of course it's just ballsy, but TV fucking ruins it Yes, because the camera is doing 180 and you're like, yep. what the fuck is this is not exciting. Same thing with ice hockey. I've always said, I love hockey. I'm yep. from the North. It's so awesome to play. And if you go live, you're just like, I cannot believe a human on two fucking metal know, strips is going that amazing. fast. And then when they hit each other, you're like, oh my God, how the yes. fuck does he get up? But and when you right. watch it on TV, the camera just fucking lazily goes around. The guy's like, hey, and fucking Tchaikovsky puts it over to fucking Yellow Monas. And you know, you're like, this is so fucking shitty. TV ruins hockey and it ruins car racing. Yeah. So I know, I know I like this Formula One thing, though, because I do have that appreciation. I can get myself into that mindset of like, I mean, can you imagine being a Formula One car? That's fucking insane, dude. Those are like the scariest fucking things. Yeah, those are going like 200-something miles an hour. They're fucking crazy. It's the same it, thing with like pro wrestling, too. Like pro wrestling on TV, it, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. It's the dumbest thing ever. But if anyone ever offers you a ticket, even if it's like at the Elks, like the Elks Lodge down the road, they're doing a, a little wrestling cruise coming through. Do you want to go? Those are the most hardcore guys, Dude, right? Because you been doing it for thirty-five years. You go, you go, do, and I went wait, to one. Let me ask you: Do they do that still? I would go because yes. I, I have not seen it, so I am still one of those guys. Yes. Like wrestling is totally lame. Maybe I do need to see that. Dude, lot. I went to one at like the Eagles Lodge or some shit when I was up in uh, up north. My mom's friend was like, "Hey, uh, I got a couple of tickets to the to the Eagles Lodge. They're doing like there's like this little wrestling thing, like a pro wrestling thing coming through." And me and my friend were like, dude, I don't know. Let's just do it. And we went and it was like, I think on each side of the rink, there there was like one set of bleachers, maybe. So you know what, like what one chunk of bleachers looks like? Yeah. Like that's how <laughs> like, fucking, that's how like nobody there was. But it's like, like full, 80 people or something. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like in the cafeteria at this Elks Lodge <laughs> and they fucking just pushed all the chairs out of the fucking way. But dude, they got kegs set up along the wall. Like everyone's getting shit housed. And it's almost better because if you're 
Dude, if Stone Cold Steve Austin walks up on stage and he's about to bring the drop the people's elbow on fucking Rock's head or some sh- stupid shit, right? It's and you go fuck you, uh, Stone Cold. Dude, he's not gonna hear you. He's not even gonna right. flinch, right? But it, dude, at the Elks Lodge, there was this guy standing in front of us. And flip he the bleachers over and dump all forty-five of you on your asses, dude. I know. <laughs> Just fuck jump you, Northwestern, dude. This guy, this guy sitting right in front of us was like, <laughs> he kept yelling out ridiculous shit that was not moves. He was like, he would say, hit him with a brick, hit him with a brick. <laughs> Dude, there's no bricks. There was like those chairs in there and, and he'd yell, uh, then the guy would like get him. He'd go, fisherman's muscle, fisherman's muscle. Dude, I've been That's saying awesome. fisherman's muscle for, for years now. I, this guy, I think it's me in the future. I go back in time. I go there just to give me, just to yell this in ridiculous shit that makes no sense. And ever since, I've been trying to find that same high. And you know, when I go this time, it's going to be even better because I'll, I'll be of legal age. I'll be able to drink. And I'm going to, and I'm really, we're, uh, you know, shit's really going to go crazy once you start getting in the juice. He's always yelling fish for his muscle, but hey, it just take it easy around my boy. All right, Isaiah. He slipped in the seafood section at Publix, and he just yells out fish for his muscle. Fish it, ain't muscle. Nothing, it ain't no harm. He's all right. That's a, a gift from Tourette's. <laughs> he got Tourette's. <laughs> I, yeah, so, so this documentary is just exactly like all of those things, and uh, I think we're going to enjoy it. You could check it out. And then we'll uh, come back here. We'll we'll talk it out. Talk it out. We'll talk it out, baby. Then. So that went by. That was uh, we had trial by media. That was pretty cool. And we had some more Craigslist stuff. And most importantly, I just want to know what you what you learned, Craig. Um. You know, I learned that, um, you know, we didn't learn a lot in this one. Sometimes it's more (laughs) entertainment than education. And so I learned sometimes it's okay to just have a good time with road soda and not always have to be nose to the grindstone. You know, school's getting out. You know. And summertime's kicking off in some places, stopping the snow in some places right now. I mean, we wouldn't know because it's fucking sauna year-round. It's just turning on heat. But sometimes it doesn't have to be about what you learned, Isaiah. It can be about... What did you fund? You know what? what, what that I sounds. Fund this episode, I fund a lot. That sounds like exactly what someone would say who is who is a little too many road sodas deep. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, sometimes you could just have a good time. You know, man. I confess <laughs> that to you in confidence, but you know what? I, I can't lie. I think some readers, listeners, some readers <laughs> may, have, may have put some of the clues together. They're putting the clues. Because I'm also running a shadow who done it podcast. Right. And I want people to put together the clues of who done it. What's actually happening? It's who funny because it. of the way we record the podcast. So it starts and people are like, "Oh man, I think I think Greg might be a little sauced." And then it moves into the next segment. And you're like, "Nah, he's all right." And then it moves into the next one. And you're like, "Wait, no, I think he's sauced again." <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of trippy when I listen to it. I'll tell you that because I'm like, "Oh yeah, that, that's when it started to go downhill." Wait, hell, that other segment was there. Oh yeah. I know. There it is. South of the border at that point. Look, man, that's the fun part, though. And, uh, but, you know, 
we always have a good old time. The next Millennial Book Club readers. You said readers, man. We have a thing called the Millennial Book Club where we just watch Netflix because nobody, none of us read. No readers. I meant, I meant when I said readers, I meant our NBC readers, which is oh, okay, okay, purveyors, purveyors of Netflix original content, which <laughs> is save. classic, instant classic, and immediately consumable. Good save. That's that road soda save. And next week's uh, is going to be Formula One Drive to Survive. And that is, uh, you know, life in the fast lane, all those kind of fun puns. Uh, You can send your comments and stuff about that to roadsodamail at gmail.com. Hey, what if you have a strange story or you have a good story? You can send that into roadsodamail at gmail.com. It doesn't just have to be people from Craigslist. I mean, if you got something cool, you can uh, call in 706-200-1213. Leave a message. And we'll play it. All kinds of fun shit. You know? Anyway. It's 2020, Isaiah. Yeah. We're all people from Craigslist. If you're within the <laughs> confines of Uncle Sam's playground, I you're think it's safe Craigslist. to say you're a person of Craigslist. So just get in. You don't need an invite. Just send us what you got. We would love to start having more uh, more news items. Yes, news as well. Curated by the audience I think that that would be really fun because there's so much news out there what are you listening to and we're going to try and push for that I think it could be really fun to have mm-hmm. I like it people sending us the news we just want you guys to be more interactive uh, you should get uh, Darren's address we'll send him a, a Road Soda podcast uh, postcard I'm definitely going to send him a postcard we have not been sent out a ton of postcards but we will hey, they're out they're there you, that's a little thing that's my job I have been using the Road Soda mouse pad, which is extremely durable. It'll last. For going on two years now, maybe? Yeah. I can't get enough of the Road Chuck. Did a great job incorporating all of our original ads and whatnot into that mouse pad. It could be updated. It's a work of art. We could really fill that beach up there on that. that. We could fill that beach up. If we redid the beach, we'd do good. I also, you know, I I want to get into that offline, but I wanted to say this. On the way out, things that are going on in the world right now. Number one, there is a series going on right now. I know you're not a basketball guy, Isaiah, but this is an interesting thing culturally. Everyone knows who Michael Jordan is. Heard of the guy. Yeah, I've heard of him. Right? His last seven years playing basketball, he won the world championship, except he took a year off. And I bet you you know this. I'm going to say this. You go, yeah, I knew that. He stopped playing basketball at some point at the peak to go play professional minor league baseball. I didn't know it, took, it was at his peak. You know what we should it do? Was, How it about was at his peak? He won three championships. Right. The Bulls won three straight times. He said, "Fuck this! I'm so sick of being the best. I'm gonna go play baseball." He sucked. He's just too tall, and he just doesn't have the coordination. And That's he, all he wanted. He, he just wanted to suck at something. Player. He said, "Fuck this!" He came back to the Bulls. They didn't win it that year that he was out. Then he came back, Isaiah, and they won it three fucking more times in a row that's just so insane he's just too good at basketball he won it the last six years that he actually played so they did this big thing on espn it's called the last dance if you're not watching it take a gander at it it's really fun people watching and just like the situation is so american let's take a let's 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 have like a whole segment where if i i'm gonna try to catch it somewhere there's Uh, 10 of them it's 10 hours long 
Yeah, I'm going to try to catch it somewhere. I know it's playing right now on ESPN, and everyone's really talking about it. I think we should talk about it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. We should definitely. You guys should also check it out. Or if you have any thoughts, you know, we got an email address, roadsodamail at gmail.com. Yeah, buddy. Also, wait, before we go, Greg, what is it? What should everybody do? Make sure during this quarantine period, in all periods, you get your rest. You're going to perform a lot stronger if you meet the world with a good night's sleep. Go to bed. Get your rest. God bless. Go to bed early. God bless. <laughs> Here we go.